what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Hey, yo, put the grass over there in the safe, you know what I'm saying? Because we yeah, spinning yeah. these Jacksons. The Washingtons go to wifey, you know how that go. I'm saying, that's what this is all about, right? Clothes, bank rolls, and hoes, you know what I'm saying? Yo, then what, man? man what? what? Visualizing the realism of life and actuality. Fuck who's the baddest? The person status depends on salary. And my mentality is money orientated. I'm destined to live the dream for all my peeps who never made it. Cause yeah, we were beginners in the hood as five percenters. But something must have got in us. Cause all of us turned to sinners. Now some resting in peace and some are sitting in San Quentin. Others such as myself are trying to carry on tradition. Keeping this weapon restless. Speak at a western society. Cause it provides with the proper insight to guide us. Even though we know somehow we all got Welcome back, everybody, to Jeff versus the World Presents Hood Classics. Like always, I got my man Shahid here. What's going on, good sir? I like your choice of song, hipster, but it's still allowed. <laughs> oh man, you just you just you just gonna always mess with me. It just, just I, mean, I, 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 I feel easy. it. Keep it consistent. That's all, that's all I like. You being consistent. So we are back this week, as we told you last week. Um, we are doing Machete this week. 2010's Machete, Danny Trejo. But before we talk about the movie, it's a topic that has been uh, talked about a lot the last day or two. And that's about um, the Dallas restaurant owner, True Kitchen. And his... Uh, <laughs> I, I, I just don't know where to begin. But if you haven't heard the story, basically, um, the owner... Of True Kitchen basically scolded (laughs) a group of women that were twerking in his restaurant. Uh, Apparently, this restaurant had music being played. I'm not sure what music was being played. Uh, And he just scolded them. You had to see the video for yourself. I'm pretty sure you can find it anywhere on social media right now. And I watched the video one time, so I didn't go back and watch it after I saw it the one time. And I'm just sitting there like to myself saying, who the fuck does this guy think he is? And granted, some people are saying, oh, well, he's the owner. He, right. I'm with you. It's his, it's his establishment. Not going to argue with you there. But to sit there and belittle, and I don't know. It just came off all bad, the vibes of the video. And maybe, the, you know, because once you see like a 40-second, 50-second video, not the thing, a whole context, it could be taken different. But it just looked, it just looked nasty to me. Like he was pro his dominance. Like he was a man. This is my restaurant, and this is what's gonna happen here, bro. We know you got signs, but come to find out, if you pay ten thousand dollars, I guess for a night in this club or a restaurant, whatever it's supposed to be, oh, you could twerk all you want. So is it is it Uchi Wally or is it one Mike? I just want to know. <laughs> you already know how I feel. I've told you this plenty of times for people who listen to the show. That's why I even tweeted today. Minorities, especially men, they make over a certain amount of money and they want to act like Mike Pence. They want to be a white man so bad. And all this is, is like, I want black people to come to my place, but I don't want them being quote unquote ghetto and embarrassing me in front of white, white people. That's all. That's all it is. It's this whole we policing behavior and that nonsense. It's like, oh, you go ahead. I don't need your money. Then whatever. I'm like, you not trust me. You ain't gonna get it. <laughs> like this shit is not. These type of situations never go well for the people involved. The people like, well, you gotta have a certain decorum, and I'd rather not have your money than you come to my place. Cancel me, bet. 
That's exactly what's going to happen. I, just, I saw bits and pieces of the video. I was trying to avoid the story, but I kept seeing on my timeline too many times. And it just rolls my eyes because it's kind of like, Bro, who? You, ain't at Roos, you ain't at Roos, Chris. Like, what are you talking about? Yes. You worry about people dancing. How about, don't, here's this whole thing. If I went to Flemings and they start playing juvenile, you're going to get what you deserve. <laughs> like that's but that's true that's true like you have a dj i guess you have a dj in-house playing music so you're gonna expect women not to get up and have a good time i mean i mean now i just feel there was a better way to go about what he was trying to convey hey go to them personally talk to them pull them to the side don't sit there and try to sit on your soapbox and no no that won't it that won't it i just thought that was disgusting then uh yeah, whatever. That dude was it was just trash, a trash move. He could have did better. He should be better. And you know, you just like you have you have a sign to say what the what the attire is when you come in there. Okay, that's fine. We've seen that in plenty of places we've all been to before. Certain things you can't wear and stuff like that. But you ha- like you have a DJ. If he play a certain type of song, expect what you're going to expect. It, it, like people going to get up in there and dance, especially women if they're having a good time, especially if the liquor going or whatever, or if it's a birthday party or whatever it may have been. They were having a good time. They weren't being malicious or being nasty from you know from, from what I've taken. I've heard from the story, but you know. Yeah, so hopefully he don't have a GoFundMe thing pretty soon in the next couple of months. Mm-hmm. Saying help me out, it's a <laughs> pandemic. You know what I mean? Help out, help out a fellow black business. Support me like you support Applebee's. Yeah, like yeah, they, Applebee's be letting you twerk, according to what Allen Iverson told us. So that's me here or there. But um, it's just somebody want to police women behavior and men, especially. That's the problem. I won't go too deep into it. And I just speak about black men. We've had some bad teachers as far as like how to be a man and what black masculinity look like. And it's like we overcompensate so much. That's why you hear all these hotels. That's why so much homophobia and just this caveman shit. Because like I got to prove I'm a man because you ain't treat me like a slave and chopping off my foot anymore. So they just turn into Magneto. And like kill manga. They just go way overboard on some. I got to club you females in the head shit to keep y'all acting right because you don't want to embarrass us in front of these white people. And it reminded me, I saw a tweet, retweet somebody was comparing businesses. Somebody was like, oh, we need to, you know, show more respect, see, learn how white people move because they was out here doing this while we were busy being slaves. Oh, wow. <laughs> no matter how you feel, it's lessons to be learned on how to, like, you know, stack wealth and build wealth. And trust me, he got ratio. And it was like, I think one person retweeted and like 200 people quote tweeted it. Like, Negro, are you out your mind? And they should. So it's kind of like, yeah, a lot of people don't want to be right. They just want to switch roles with the villains. They want to be the villains. Listen, we move different than white people. That's just that's just the sum of it. I don't know how you're going to look at it. Like, you can go to a white establishment and they'll act a certain way and you can go to a black establishment and we'll act a certain way. There's, I would have thought 2020 would have eliminated that whole emulate them. I'm like... You would have thought. You, you saw how you saw how they, you saw how they voted for? They voted for a numbskull. A numbskull scammer. 
and was cool. They cool getting lied to. Yeah, I'm broke. I'm supposed to be. But one day I'm going to be a billionaire and you can't be giving money to black people. They need to work hard. They, they That's why they poor. Then why are you poor? Oh, the <laughs> system, right? They gave a job to an Asian and all that. I'm like, Good. we emulating them? Them them yahoos with tiki torches talking nonsense? I'm like, no. <laughs> I thought we was way past that. But it's still people that are still trying to do that. The cloak of respectability trying to act right. Oh, you can't be twerking this establishment while they have food. And I'm going to show y'all. And he's going to show us. All right. I can't imagine. I can't wait a week from now. He filing for bankruptcy. Talking about oh. they need to they need to help out help me out in Congress and give me a <laughs> stimulus check for small businesses. Like, yeah. Yeah, and you know what's funny you brought it up about the poor people hating on the other poor people is I, I had came across a, a tweet where this uh, person who was white was saying he was against uh, stimulus checks and, uh, you know, pull yourself up. You figure a way out. And I make under what he say? I, I believe it was like I make under thirty five a year. <laughs> and um, but I figured I figured out a way. I'm like, you got to hustle. And I was just looking at this like, oh, my God, he's insane. And yeah. It went as well as you thought it would for that tweet. <laughs> I think he already ended up racing there or something. Yeah, I rather I rather earn thirty five thousand my own money to get paid one hundred fifty thousand for somebody else because that money hit different. I'm like, yeah, hit less. I've seen tweets like that all the time. I shake my head. It's like you know, LLC Twitter never ceases to amaze me. Because and before we get in the movie, I, it relates the whole thing. <sighs> I have reached the limits of my patience of the idiocy of certain influencers because today I was going through my Instagram, looking through my friends, and then they suggest other people. So by mistake, I suggest somebody, I see somebody, I look through the Instagram story and they tell me, oh, well, I don't know how y'all trusting this COVID vaccine came out so soon. They working on vaccines for AIDS, cancer, and the cold, and they haven't had one. And I was like, wait a second, cancer? They just say a cancer vaccine? Ah, and something in my brain just snapped. <laughs> I'm sure you it see did. Dark Man, you see Dark Man with Liam Neeson like snap when he don't get the elephant. Yeah. That's how my brain went. I'm like, <laughs> I had to put my phone down. I'm like, are you shitting me? And you know, I got mad. These people have tens, hundreds, sometimes millions of followers who follow them for whatever reason. If companies paid them money to to market certain things, influencers have a level of influence. That's the whole point of job. They and a lot of them using their powers just irresponsibly. I'm like, because they stopped paying attention in school in fifth grade, and it's dangerous. That shit is that shit is dangerous. Like. When Black Lives Matter was happening, and a lot of people were like, oh, I ain't posting that black thing on me anything. You got, I'm, you know, they, a lot of them was like real solid. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people like, oh, I don't know about that. Uh, I care about all love. I'm like, mm-hmm. you want to piss off? I guess you got a lot of white people, your only fan, you want to piss them off. So that's that's fine, whatever. That pseudoscience stuff, I'm like, that. What's wrong with you? I just sit here sometimes. I'm like, it is the same. They pass the same memes and the same gifts all over and I'm sitting here and I'm like you notice why we don't have certain diseases anymore like Jeff you ever see you ever meet anybody at polio no 
Uh, but I remember reading about it in my history books. Yeah, like the Franklin Roosevelt had polio. That's why he was in a wheelchair later on in his presidency. Like, you don't hear about polio no more. You know, when the last time you run somebody with tuberculosis? Nah, I can't say I have. Last time I ran about somebody with tuberculosis was when we watched Tombstone. And they busy called Val Kilmer a lunker. <laughs> and I was like, damn, that shit harsh. It's like, you know, smallpox. Did they think this took time or just went away? It's like, you know, measles was gone, so that shit made a comeback. Mumps. What they think? Those diseases just, just walked away? It's like, no, we don't worry about it anymore because of vaccines. Well, the problem with that is the people that say that nonsense, I'm just like, so you don't. So you do want to catch it. Like, you know, you take all precautions that you can for something like this. And as you see, it's affecting the economy of the world. So, of course, of course, they're going to hustle and try to find a vaccine. Why not? They just had to shut down. They had to shut down earlier this year. Do you think they want to shut down again? No. No way, no how. I told somebody, I'm like, if this was like one, trust me, if this was just Somalia or Ghana or Indonesia, then they'd just be down. They'd be like, thoughts and prayers. We're going to send you some bread. We're going to send you a care package and you rough it out. It was the damn world. The world want to get back to living. And a quick comparison. I'm We're going to wrap it up and go to the machete. Yep. Ten people that are professionals can clean your house a lot better and a lot quicker than two professionals. Would you not trust the ten people clean your house in an hour because they did it in an hour? You would trust them less than two people taking six hours? Or we're like, oh, well, it's ten of them. They do it quicker. It's like, well, you, you know, know would you trust one hands. painter or five painters? <laughs> too many hands moving around. Something might get light. I don't light. know about that. Y'all might have missed the spot. That's what the other four people for. It's like the whole world's working together and doing this and trying to be extra precautious because they want to get back to living. They want to get back to not wearing masks and, like, enjoying life. Yeah, everybody, don't, everybody don't live in Atlanta. So, Yeah. <laughs> we want to, yeah. we we want to like function. Shout out to Atlanta. So. And these damn fools, like, no, I don't trust they go microchip. Uh, Google how to turn down vaccine. All right, so what you going? Okay, so you're not going to get. That's why I can't wait to get the vaccine because I'm around too many people. Like, no, I ain't getting it. So what you think going to happen? Like, how many stories you got to hear? People getting and die. Like, how many times I see or somebody someone? Oh yeah, my father in law didn't believe in COVID. He believe in it now because he's gonna be on oxygen for the rest of his life because he got pneumonia and damn near died. Like, how many stories you got to hear? We had what 270,000 people in America dead, mm-hmm. and we ain't even reached. We just reached December, and people are all out raw dogging on Thanksgiving like it's no big thing. Like, I know personally people who have had it. I'm home right now because people have had it. And I'm waiting to go back to work because they'd rather be safe than sorry. And I'm waiting for a call back because everybody's trying to be safe than sorry. But nah, you know, that shit's great. You don't worry about that. And I'm like, I'll get, sometimes I get married. My parents, why y'all tell me to go to school? Like, why y'all tell me to go to Hellfield? Oh, look at the Cosby show. We need black doctors. We need doctors look like you. I'm like, y'all sent me to school. Y'all brag about me, and y'all don't even listen to me. What was the goddamn point? I should have been a plastic surgeon. That's more honest. They make a lot more money, and it's like, look, I'm here to make you look pretty. That's all I care about. Yeah. That's what I should have did. Well. Uh, a hero. 
We won't dive too much into that. We'll jump into 2010's Machete, what everybody came for. Funny thing about this movie, if you don't know anything about this movie, this movie started off as a fake trailer that was in Grindhouse uh, movies, a movie that came out, what, 20, no. Grindhouse came out 2007. 2007. So three years ago, they had made a bunch of trailers in between um, Planet Terror and uh, Death Proof. And it was each, like, Thanksgiving horror movie trailer and whatever, but Machete was one of them. Uh, it oh, was oh, funny. It's one of the other ones. Oh, you know, I've never, I've seen half of it, but I have never finished Hobo with a Shotgun. But that's neither. Same. Either. Shout out to Rucker Howard, R.I.P. But yeah, I've seen half of it too and didn't finish. Um, now it's possible to find on streaming. Yeah, I was looking for it um, earlier today. I, but anyway. So yeah, we are here with Machete. Oh, it's like also the character named Machete was started actually on film in Spy Kids. I never watched a but, Spy Kids movie. But same name, but different backstory, so it's not the same character canonically. Yeah. So, so. yeah, we're here. Uh, I didn't see this in the movie theaters because it didn't come... For some reason, it didn't... It, the theater where I went to, it didn't come there. So I saw it when it got on DVD, and I enjoyed it. Uh, I think I enjoy it more now. Than I did before because it hit a lot of things hit home now, especially with uh Robert De Niro's character. Man, let me tell you something. I saw in a movie theater. I remember seeing the trailer for it because, like, I saw Grindhouse. I planted Terror. Ter- I never finished. Um, Death Proof. Like, I'm like, uh, whatever. It's that Tarantino doing the shit. But I saw the trailer, and then I heard he was making the movie, and then I remember it because it was like. This was during a time when Arizona was running around, basically short version. If we see somebody like a Mexican on the street, we stop them asking if they got their papers or not. Yeah, they were wild. They were wild. And I remember that because it was a big deal in the news. And I remember black people talking about, well, they was legal. They got nothing to worry about. And I was like, you niggas right. I swear to God, y'all get 55K and y'all turn up Ben Carson. Our ancestors turned their nose up at that comment. Like, really? Uh, gonna say I sit down like, you know, that could easily be us. But that's that's neither here nor there. And I remember that. And I remember the movie coming out. And it also enjoying the movie. And thinking, like, you know, it's farce, but not too much. It was kind of like this whole exploitation that kind of, like, it knows what it is kind of playing it straight. And I was mm-hmm. laughing at Robert De Niro thing, like, it's kind of over the top, but you can see a little bit, you know, a text. Of course, it's a Texan building an electrified fence. Man, if people knew how the future would have went, like this movie was before its time. Ooh. This should play like a documentary in 2020. <laughs> I'm, su- I'm surprised uh, uh, Trump hasn't seen this movie. Oh, we got to get rid of this movie. Demolish it. Get rid of it. Because it hits home so well. Because it hit. It hit in 2010, but it was kind of like, you know, yeah, you could see parts. Like, it was kind of like people were surprised how serious this, the nature, the, like, the plot of the movie was. Like, oh, it's about some serious stuff, like immigration, how some people like, nah, we need to keep it, keep the money going. And other people like, nah, they cockroaches. We can build a fence, but we're going to have them build it and pay for it and kick them out. And then we get a president who's basically a dumber version of Robert De Niro's character. Oh yes, yeah. he does it better and than I, De Niro. Yeah, and this whole thing we gonna build a. And I remember when he first started running, we gonna build a wall, keep the keep them illegals out. And I'm like, Jesus, that made me think about Machete. And then I watched it again. And I just started laughing. I was like, Did they? How funny? 
how funny history can be. So it hits a lot. I could just imagine if this movie came out in 20, like 17, 2018, people like, oh, it's just take, it's glorifying, you know, the current events. But since it came out in 2010, it's more like a prophetic movie. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's a, I, I, I try to tell anybody now, especially you should go back and watch it. Or if you haven't ever watched it, watch it now, then come back and talk to me. And it's a couple of people who say they were going to make sure to watch it before they listen to us talk about it. But yeah. Uh, it's some also this piece about the movie, too. Nor, Danny, Danny Trejo, the star. Mm-hmm. You normally don't get to star in your first movie and like, yeah, this movie is uh, your 60s? Yeah. He is not a young chicken. And it's funny where you forget how old he is because, like, I remember seeing him in Seagal movies in the 80s. Yeah. And he yeah. wasn't and he wasn't young then. But <laughs> he wasn't. It was kind of like he, he lived the whole it's funny, like that whole Alan Rickman thing. I lived that I lived the whole ass life before I even got into Hollywood. And he wasn't young then. He just looked spry. Like, you know, you see him like Desperado and stuff when he was still like, or like Con Air. It's like, yeah, he looked grown, but he like, you know, spry move. And then Machete come out 2010, he's looked weathered. I didn't realize how, you know, I, I don't know how, like 70, what, 76? 70, I thought we were 74, but you 74? Right. Yeah, 74. So, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, this is somebody that you've seen for a long time. And you never think he'd like star in a movie that came out in the movie theaters and like debut number one. And Robert Rodriguez is smart. He doesn't do that much in a movie. Oh, no. That's what, yeah. I'm glad we get into this. Yeah. He does not do that much. He's like, you know, I'm basically going from point A to point B. I get to be cool and I let other people work around me and I move the story. Because Jeff Fahey, Jessica Alba, and Michelle Rodriguez do all the heavy lifting. Yeah. They're there to tell you all about the movie. We doing this, the plots, this. You got to go here, this, this, and this. And you have people they're like Cheech Marin to pop up here, Shea Wiggum to pop up here. Lindsay, Lo- Lindsay Lohan, I remember, it was like a big deal when she was in this movie because she was already kind of like you know scandalous around 2010 being in this. Oh yeah, see like a trail, like you see a movie poster with her with a big ass gun and uh. In a church uniform. Yeah. You know. If I remember, she was going through. She, yeah, she, she, no, okay. She was going through her uh, her storm. We'll just say that <laughs> during that time. And I remember she got cast. I was like, are they sure about this? Like, she will make I it? Think it was there on pur- I think it was there on purpose. So that happened. And it's basically like that's there. And then it's kind of like you get the villains there to have fun. Because it's like, and I'm trying to figure out who's having the most fun. Between really Jeff Bahey out of it because he's like doing a heavy lift. Between Don Johnson, Robert De Niro, and Ariel Lance, and Steven Seagal. Yeah, you, yeah, you were right. It's Steven Seagal. It, it absolutely is. Steven Seagal is a Mexican drug lord. <sighs> how did they convince Mr. I'm, I'm just wondering how much convincing Robert Rodriguez had to do for Steven Seagal. One, to play the villain. Because Steven Seagal had never been a villain in the movie. And two, this ain't the first time Robert Rodriguez like I'm gonna take a white guy and turn him to a Mexican drug lord because he yeah. did with Willem Dafoe and once upon a time in Mexico, and it was like oh if I squint my eyes and I never knew who Willem Dafoe was, <laughs> he could fool me until the first time he talked and I heard him speak. It ain't nowhere in the world you could like 
It's like, come on. You know what Steve Seagal is. And to his credit, Steve Seagal is playing it up. He's having the time of his life. He is having the time of life. Is he dead or dying from your death? I'm like, he out here speaking broken. He is having a damn ball. It's kind of like, and that's what, that's why this movie works. It knows exactly what type of movie it is. And yeah. it's in on the joke, but it doesn't play as a joke. Right. And I think that's another reason why it was great for Danny Trejo to be in this movie for the simple fact of, okay, we got him at this age and we want him to do what? But no, this has to be a, a groundhouse, a B, a B movie. There's no other way. Like, we can't seriously put him out there and make this a serious, you know what I mean? Like a serious movie. It had to be a grindhouse movie for it to work. And like I say, it's good. Robert Rodriguez, one, is good to have friends because there's no way in the world you got this cast if you don't have friends. Oh, yeah. It's a, an eclectic class, uh, cast. <clears throat> and two, I always say, I always compare Robert Rodriguez and Tarantino because they're friends. And I would say Robert Rodriguez is kind of like, Less talented, way less pretentious, and more cool. Like, Quentin Tarantino is a nerd that makes cool movies. Robert Rodriguez is just cool, and he does cool movies. And it's a difference. And you watch the movie, you can tell it's a difference. Like, Robert Rodriguez is cool. He's not trying to be cool. He ain't pretending to be cool. He just carries himself as cool. Quentin Tarantino tries to be cool and comes off as a creep. You've said this to me before. And I went back and I've watched I watched um, Planet Terror and I watched uh, Death Proof, and you're you're exactly right because both movies are grindhouse B movies and you know what they are they like these silly ass movies if you know what a B movie is you know look it up if you don't know if you look but anyway Tarantino's more like well I'm gonna have these girls kick ass but it's not until the last. Three minutes of the movie, two minutes of the movie, the last thirty seconds. Like we just gonna talk, and I'm gonna have this man torment them. But it's gonna be a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of talking. And I know dialogue is this thing. I'm not, you know, mad about that. But you can just tell the difference in both of the director skills because, like, Planet Terror is like, no, we just gonna go for it. Like, let's make this shit crazy. Yeah, here's my thing, and this is not we're not gonna have a beat up Quentin Tarantino day because that's not this end of the movie. How many people have you met in real life talk like people in Quentin Tarantino movies? Nobody. And Maybe the ones him. who try to do sound <laughs> annoying because it's like you're not that smart. It's like that's always been my kind of issue. It's kind of like unless you Samuel L. Jackson, that shit don't sound right coming out of most people's mouth because you know it's like put upon. Like you know people don't talk like that in normal life. But people do that now. And they go on Twitter and do that because like Tarantino started that. Plenty of people talk like people in Robert Rodriguez movies. Yeah. They, and the, talk like normal, they talk like normal people. And the funny thing about Tarantino is, look at Kill Bill 1. That movie is great. It's fun. It's like, okay, why don't you do more of this to your, with your movies? Because he doesn't do the same thing twice. Oh, well, you got me there because let me tell you something about that damn last Hollywood whatever movie. Ugh. Anyway. Don't cry, don't cry <laughs> in front of the Mexicans. <laughs> that will always get a laugh out of me but anyways yeah. like I said this movie came out 2010 um, I think the budget was what was it I think it was 10, 10 million and it made like 70 something let me see how much did it make I think it was like 10 million it made like 40 something million it, the budget we might as well look up the budget was 10.5 box office 44.1 so it was a hit enough to make a sequel and all I'll say with the sequel is they lean too much toward the grindhouse part, 
Um, it's like a little like excess, like you get a little bit more money and you do a little bit more. It's kind of like a double cheeseburger. It's great. Triple cheeseburger. Whoa, buddy. Do <laughs> some water. Know. You don't really need three quarter pound patties. It's like, you know, <laughs> Let me get some water with that. Chip. And repla- basically replacing Jessica Alba and Robert De Niro. Oh, no. Or Jessica Alba and Steven Seagal for... Amber Heard and Mel Gibson is like, mm. yeah. yeah. I mean, we've heard stories about Amber Hood, Amber Heard. I won't get into it because I'm not Johnny Depp, and I'll leave for another thing. We don't need to get into Mel Gibson. That you you already know. If you listen to this podcast, know. you know. And that's already and that was the only time I was like, yeah, he said this shit, but that's my homie, so I'm gonna give him a chance because he pops up from this and he pops in Expendables three, and people looking at um Rodriguez Stallone like, what the fuck y'all doing? He's like, look up my friend. He's my friend, you know. Come on. Oh, we gonna talk about oh we gonna talk about Rambo at the end of the show for Mortal Kombat 11. So I got some <laughs> thoughts, but anyway, yeah, can't you know synopsis of the movie. Uh. Ex federale, mourning the death of his family, working as a day laborer, is hired to knock off a xenophobic state senator, and is set up by the people who hired him. So he has to somehow clear his name and uncover a conspiracy that goes all the way to the mountains of Mexico. Uh, and also, also, Machete was trying to be uh, Captain Savaho, but we'll get there. Um, you bring that up and. Yeah, Danny, <laughs> Danny, Danny Trejo was cool. Danny Trejo has vibes. Yes, and in real life, he's one of the nicest people you'll meet, and he got an appeal. But Danny Trejo is four. Michelle Rodriguez is forty-two. Jessica Alba, I think, is either thirty-eight or thirty-nine. Oof. Do what you will with that information as yeah. you watch the movie, because at least. That's the whole thing. They cut away, and you can say it happened off camera. And actually, nothing happened with Jessica Alba in the beginning because it's laughing. She waking up, patting her crotch like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, such a gentleman, <laughs> gentleman. But then she show up at the end, and it's like, "Nah, you are gonna yeah. get this? <laughs> you gonna take this?" Yeah, and then it's like you know, it's this. Oh, I gotta get pieces. I'm just a myth. Maybe be disappointed, and they're like, "I'm gonna find out." Yeah. Hop on, hop on it. And but like, the, the women are the aggressors. So yeah, the women are the aggressors, and it's like women cannot handle themselves. Oh, and it's not just them because he basically have a threesome with Lindsay Lohan and her mom. Oh shit! Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> and, and I'm guessing that's a body double because when they wake up, Lindsay Lohan is making sure she is showing modesty. The mom will give a damn. She got oh yeah, she out there all out. Like you don't see me. I do this bow flex. So. So the movie starts in Mexico. Him and his partner's there to, you know, find a you know a witness that's gonna um, basically snitch on, you know, Torres. And, and he's like, oh, should we wait for backup? And what, why are we doing all this? It's just one girl, and she probably <laughs> drugged out of mind. And he tar- like, no, basically Todd talking about him was like, you know, if not us, then who? No, I'm with you. I'm with you, bro. <laughs> like he just switched up all of a sudden. Like, all right, I'm riding with you. No. I'm with you, boss. He probably like, this is the boss. And just before they go, they get a call from his commander officer, like, you know, don't go in. <laughs> and I wait for backup. Fucking basically like, fucking machete, you ruin everything. What are you doing? Don't wait for backup. And just, you know, this Groundhouse movie, the radio has a 
vid is a video phone. Oh, oh he's talking, he sees his picture. Yeah, I'm I forgot. Like, I, yeah, I did. Yep, you're right. Yeah, I'm like, eh, I ain't know if the iPhone take. Uh, they also what time frame this is, but like, I don't think FaceTime was a thing yet. Yeah, it won't. Especially in the car, Mexico. I know Mexico got money. I'm like, mm. anyway, so he's driving there. Dude, pull out the gun. <laughs> Start screaming ah! through the car. And it's like, this is going as well as he ever, is going to go. He gets shot. Sorry. And yeah, two of the dudes move to one, try to, like, you know, that's what happened. You got that Julie button, Leonard Fournette. Your hips ain't moving. He get run over. And. This is how you know it's a Browns movie. Machete's cutting people's heads off. <laughs> he, ain't a whole lot of, he ain't doing a lot of hip action either. Oh, no. He just swing. I'm like, either that shit is sharp, that shit is heavy, or that shit is magical. But, okay. If he the Okay. If he, he the, Okay. He is an officer by law. I don't think he's supposed to be going around cutting off heads. They shot first. <laughs> All right. You got me there. Keep going. I mean, that's the whole thing. Is like, and one thing you know about Machete, he goes out his when he's a cop, and he got he ain't got no choice. He murder you. But when it's involving other people, that's like law enforcement, like other people that's kind of feel like, well, they just doing final orders. He goes out his way to not kill him. It's a whole bunch of leg shots. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. It was like he was shooting him, but he was just like, just stop, or I will kill you. So yeah, all right. So anyway, he's on there stabbing people. He pick up the gun, shoot after he chopped the dude's hand off, shoots two people with the gun. He like look at the gun, look at shit like nah. Swords don't need to reload. <laughs> and then he walks in the room. Four people come out from four different doors, and he holds the L2 and hit triangle and just twirl and just twirl and chop them all in cradles, and all the heads just fall off. And I'm like, all right. And like the, I don't know, I don't know the physics involved in that, but I'll, I'll go with it. And the blood is just it's everywhere. So Bonnie oh. goes in, the witness there, butt ass naked. Oh, you come to rescue, like get dressed. It's too hot for clothes. Slings her over her shoulder, and you can know, you know, she got the vibes. Because soon as he in, the porn music start playing. Man, Machete should have left her. <laughs> that and that music played like every time Machete's with a woman and she starts feeling the vibes, that music played. It played like at least three or four times. Listen, Machete out here like that dude uh giving damn near a girl what thirty five thousand? Easy. <laughs> Don't be trying to save him. What's wrong with you? It's like, oh, are you trying to save him from Torres? You got some balls. And, you know, the backup comes trying to get Machete, so he hiding. She ripping off his shirt. It's like, um, that should have gave you a warning. Like, something up with this girl. Yeah, because I'm about to die. People shooting, bullets shooting past our ass, and you want to do this right now? On that E. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> oh, she looked like me. Yeah, whatever. whatever. No. Oh, what's this long, hard thing? I'm a jitty. Is it sharp? sharp? Very good. Pulls it out, stabs him in the leg. Axe kicks him in the face. Uh, and then, hold on a second.
I told you, pendejo. <laughs> did I tell you? Did I tell you? Wait, you know, wait, wait for backup. You wouldn't listen. You would be calling this trap. And then who shows up? Steven Seagal himself. And it's it's Torres with his sidekick. And only Steven Seagal wardrobe. He shows up. <laughs> and I'm like, this man is rich as hell because he say he owned all the cops in Mexico. And he owned basically the DEA and the marshals. He out here dressing like he went to the swap meet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I don't think Robert Rodriguez is. Uh, it ain't, this ain't a Steven Seagal movie. I understand Robert, it's not Steve, but they're buddies, and I'm sure he's in on it with Seagal. Like, oh, yeah, I did this movie where I'm like a Indian. What was that movie? He was an Indian doctor or medicine. Man, look, I've seen he, Yeah, he directed it. I've seen him do many strange choices, but I get, I, I, okay, all right, I'm gonna I'm, I'm let that rock for now. Yeah, no, yeah, we gonna let, like, Steven Seagal ain't writing the script on this. He was here, <laughs> and I laughed because he was like, yeah, he wanted to make sure there was an air conditioning outside when he was filming his scenes. Say what again? You heard what I said. No, I, I mean, I just repeat that. For, I want to hear exactly what you he said. Saying. He made sure there was an air conditioner on him outside when he was filming his scene. Jesus. Because I ain't trying to be hot, Punieta. This it's, man is so fucking lazy. <laughs> look, work smart, not hard. He was a three. Stop. This, this man was Sam Perkins at this point. He was not going to paint anymore. Like, I'm going to stand at the top of the key and shoot my threes. And he was doing this that for a while. Even before 2010, just standing well, around. That's what they ain't broke, don't break it. Smash. So anyway, he's in there. He's like, Oh, you want to say? Maybe you talk to somebody else. Brings his wife in. And then they play the $6 million man music when he pulled the sword out. He has his wife right in front of her. <laughs> he out here screaming, like, Oh, your daughter, she's at school, no? I don't think so. Implying, yeah, the daughter out here too. It's like, burn it all down. And here's the thing that I don't get. How did he escape? You know, some local. He either he crawled his way out or they left while it was burning and he just got out of there. Somebody helped him out to get out of there. That's the only thing I could think of. Because if they standing right there, he ain't going away. They're going to end up killing him. So they must have just lit it and left. And I'm like, yeah, they lit and left. Why didn't they shoot him? Yeah, could have been easier. Like, oh, you're like, you know, I'm a way to die is to cut off your head. I'm not going to give it to you, puto. <laughs> Basically, messing with him. So they play the credits. You see everybody in the movie. And the funny thing, introducing John Johnson. And boy, John Johnson kind of leaned us. You know what? I'm going to play a good old Southern oh, asshole. Oh, boy. He, he leaned it. He, he found his he wave. He's been doing that for a while now. He found his wave. Because I see him in this. What's the other movie with um, Vince Vaughn? Oh, um. The one you just had me see? Where he's like a prisoner? Because he's basically doing that. Uh, Cell um, Block 99? Something like that. Something yeah. whatever it is. Um, he was in Django, wasn't he? Yep. Big Daddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was found he his hate, way. Was he hate boy? Uh, I can't remember. But yeah. I'm like, no, he has. I've seen him pop up. It's like Don Johnson has found his role. Like, you know what? That charm I had in Miami Vice. Yeah, that shit dead. That's over with. You know, I'm going to use that to be evil. Because it's like, you know, Don, like you want to like Don Johnson, even though he's an asshole. That's how it worked. Because it's Don Johnson. So, like, introducing him. And then, yeah. So, here's the elephant in the room. Because it came up during the trail, during the casting. 
when you have Michelle Rodriguez and Jessica Alba in the same movie, you are doing that on purpose. You know exactly why you're doing that. Let t- tell the people why they're doing it, she. Because it's funny we look at their careers. Michelle Rodriguez, if she's in a movie, she's a tough Mexican. Mm-hmm. She's all she cannot hide her ethnicity. She never tries to do it. She or knows her role. She embraces it. That's what she does. And it's kind of like, you know, you ain't no whitewashing Michelle Rodriguez. She ain't gonna let it go down like that. Okay, her name ain't Beth Smith. <laughs> she's from blonde wig. Like that shit ain't going. Like she ain't rolling that way. And her features are too strong for you to do that way. Jessica Alba's kind of like. I can't afford Jennifer Lopez and I want somebody off white. Like if I, you know, she's it's based like I want somebody that's quote unquote exotic, but not that might hide. But also they can play white if need be. Mm-hmm. Cause and it's a funny thing, depending on what what time frame you've heard Jessica Alba talk, you may have heard different answers about her ethnicity and how she wants to portray herself. Ooh. And I'm not here to judge because that's her business. And it's funny. I haven't seen that show, you know, that um, Bad Boy spinoff with her and Gabrielle Union. Mm-hmm. I want to. I haven't seen it yet. But it's just funny mm-hmm. seeing how the career is gone. Because Jessica Alba basically is like, you know what? I'm making money selling Pampers. <laughs> Become a multi-millionaire. Michelle Rodriguez still making movies. It's kind of like, she had an underrated career. Michelle Rodriguez? Michelle- Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she's been in a lot of big franchises. She's still around, and it's kind of like it's not a lot of people that start, especially women that's not white that started in like the late nineties, two thousand, and still around twenty years later. Yeah, she 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 has a very mm-hmm. good catalog of movies and good book of uh, work behind her and in front of her probably because she's seems like she's gonna still keep on working. I don't see this going to stop. And like, she's only in her early 40s. So, like, they're both in this movie and they're playing two sides of the law. We're going to get to it when we get into it. Like, that's, that is a choice. That is on purpose. And like I said, Robert Rickett ain't no dummy. Oh, he no. Knows, he knows exactly what he's doing when he cast him in that. And also, one thing about Jessica Alba, and it's funny where she has, she's known for having a no new clause in her contract. And she's like, I ain't never seen a movie where me being naked made the movie better. I don't care what these corny men say. I say that because, yeah, like how that worked being in Sin City. It's like, oh, I didn't realize it was like that. They said I was dancing. I didn't know it was that type of dancing. Uh, yeah. She said, oops. She was like, all right, like, y'all got to change some shit. I didn't know I was going to have my titties out. Yeah. She probably didn't know nothing about it. Oh, it's a graphic novel. Uh, you should read it. Nah. X Men. How bad can it be? They gonna have me twerking? Nah, I ain't gonna read it. Go to page forty-five. Titties out. Wait a minute. You ain't see my contract. Yeah. So and Robert De Niro. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Senator John McLaughlin, an independent who's not even from Texas. Nope. It's representing Texas, and his whole thing is. We built an electrified fence to keep out Mexicans. Now, That's- me watching it this time, I see uh, the first time uh, when I initially watched it, I didn't notice that they say he wasn't from Texas. So I was like, I had to watch it again. I was like, oh, no. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's why the accent went away. Because I mean, you, you know, it would go and come back, go and come back. And then at the end, it was just over with. 
on this damn stage. I hate the weather. It's hot as hell here. <laughs> the accent. Because, like, Robert De Niro can keep an accent if he want. That's the whole thing. It's like, he's faking. Yeah. Like Ted Cruz. Oh, boy. Mr. Canadian. I'm a good old boy from Edmonton. <laughs> Whatever. So, his whole thing is, like, you know, he's that's his platform he run into. Like, I'm a super xenophobe trying to keep. Mexicans out from the good state of Texas and he's losing the polls. So I guess it's like they tired of hearing that shit. And you get introduced to him because people are trying to cross the border. And soon they let him out. You see this pickup truck, these good old boys, proud boys, stand back and stand by. It's like, good lord. This movie could have came out in 2020. Like, this shit have been too real. Yeah. This is exactly what he was talking about. If you want to know what the uh, what is it, the good old boys or whatever he called them, the good boys, that's exactly what they were in this movie. Yeah, they pull up Don Joss like hablo inglés. No, I don't speak a lot of, too much Mexican either. You know, you trespassing on my daddy's land. Oh, good God! <laughs> Shoots a pregnant woman in her stomach. She's with child. Jesus, Vaughn, you see, she's with child. If he borns here, he has same rights, American citizen, just like you and me. Sooner or later, enough of that happened. Texas come Mexico again. Can't have that. What are we gonna do about that? We're gonna do something about that. And then you see Robert De Niro with a, his JBL hat, some glasses like I am. Shoots the dude. That was it. That watched this happen. Talk. You got the on tape. My high dollar sponsors like that. You fucking fool. You recording that? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He said it with a smile too. Like everything was. Like, oh, this is cool. I can do Make this. Make sure you got the angle. Dude threw up. Make sure you got the angle on that. They like that. I'm just wondering. Like, ooh, can you imagine? I I'm, Trump. I if Trump had some balls, he'd probably do some shit like that. I'm mad you brought up that JBL because I think just went. I just hit me now what you were talking about. That whole mm-hmm. Eddie Guerrero uh, feud thing. Oh, I laughed my ass. So I had missed it when it first happened. That skit they had when he was kicking people back across the border. Get, get, I'm get. like, WWE Phil, how the hell they get away with this shit? But you remember that JBL was wilding because didn't he go to Germany and do something too? Oh, went- yeah, that's why he couldn't go. Yeah, he got thrown out. He was goose stepping. <sighs> Absolute. It's like, oh, yeah. Thank God social media, like Twitter wasn't how it is now. And WWE wasn't getting the light it was getting now. I'm like, they was wilding the fuck out. Yeah. So anyway, that's John McLaughlin, how he set up. So anyway, Machete's like years later, Machete, you know, they label her. They're trying to work. It's like, that's the whole thing. Try to get a work, a job for a day. Mm-hmm. 75 for roofing. 80 for gardening, 125 for septic. And like, you might get a job, you might not. And we, you, we, you don't get it out that day, you don't get paid. We, they, I think they, well, during this time, they kind of established Michelle Rodriguez's character too. Like, she got a little taco truck. Okay, yeah, she there, they established all three because she there with a taco truck, you know. She getting scoped, you know, she there feeding the people. She getting scoped out because, you know, she's rumored to be ahead of this network. That's helping people get across she. the board and get them jobs. She. And you, who's telling us all this information? Sartana Rivera. Jessica Alba snitch ass. <laughs> yeah, I'm just out, doing my job. <laughs> out there, like, oh, this C guy, rough. Don't fuck with me. I won't fuck with you vibes. People showing up. Oh, you want, you want a car? You know, 
your car, let me wash your car, let me guard it. She throw up the badge. She ice. I ain't never seen a movie where ice was the good guys. Not one. I have yet to see any movie or TV show where people be rooting for eyes for immigration. La Migra. <laughs> have you seen one? No, I haven't. Not one. Because even Law and Order SVU, they the, they the bad guy. They just deporting witnesses. <laughs> and that show, Copaganda, if you can find I'm like, yeah, I, that's, how you, that's how you know how bad ICE is. Even the DA has been good guys before us. Yeah. ICE is even Homeland Security has been the good guys before. ICE is probably the only law enforcement agency that I cannot remember they ever been looked at as a positive light on TV or movies. Yeah, That's Jessica Alba is, is is she is not well liked. <laughs> she come out the party about run. <laughs> she is feared because mm-hmm. you know Machete out here and um, Michelle are you so bad? Like, oh, you work today, pay me tomorrow. Here, they just burrito. I'll see you hungry. Then Jessica Alba came out the car and everybody run. Like she's a Terminator. Yeah, they dip. Mm-hmm. Oh, can I get a cafe au lait and some um, bean and cheese? Ain't got no cafe au lait. <laughs> I just say coffee. Hold the spit. Like, oh, keep going. I like my coffee cheap and greasy. Damn. Oh my gosh. Whew. This is Latin on Latin crime. I'm like, ooh. Yeah, you you are you can read the vibes that's going on here. Oh, you got your papers? You know, yeah. Just like the day before, just like the day before that. You know, you know, as American citizen, like because like as American citizen, you know, I, I can refuse service to anybody. Yeah, if you're an American citizen, you got like you got your damn paper, like you got yours, show the badge. And you're like, oh. You feel you feel good what you're doing. Yeah, you doing the side people, brothers and sisters. Yeah, and she like ah, I'm just doing my job. It's the law. I belong. <laughs> <laughs> like she judge dread. So it's, it's many laws. Like you know, you out here sending people back to their personal hells. How you feel about that? And she like I'm just doing my job, and it's such a tough dynamic because it's kind of like it's almost where I want to be the good minority. If I follow the rules and work hard, why can't you do it? And it's like, it's truth to that, but that shit only goes so far. It's like that you run it. It's a it ain't a glass cell, it's a brick wall that you're gonna run into. Yeah. And all it takes is one slip up. You're gonna get treated just like the people you're looking down upon. And also the irony. That's why I'm like, it was genius to have Jessica Alba play this role. Cause you couldn't switch this. You couldn't have Michelle Rodriguez play Jessica Alba. Oh, hell no. It wouldn't have worked. Ain't no way. We're like, Letty ain't playing no damn cop. <laughs> and she probably don't even think about switching roles. Fuck that. That's <laughs> why I think about that. I, I'm about to, I'll film another Resident Evil movie. Find somebody else. That's what she would have said. Kept on moving. And then it's like, oh, who's she? Oh, she's a revolution, you know. She's just a myth. She feeds, you know, she feeds the bellies of the people that just need to be have food instead of hate. She's just righting the wrongs. You're like, oh, that sounds like something she would say. Is that you? You're like, nah, I got my face. So that's in the whole dynamic. So she there investigating, trying to find out about the network. She knows Michelle Rodriguez. She can't prove it. And Michelle Rodriguez all this stuff straight. And it's like, yeah, she almost like the kingpin. Like you know, but you really don't know and until you really know. You can't do shit. Yeah, it must, it must bother you, don't it? 
She felt a certain type of way. But it's cool. That's why she kept. Then this is established why she kept fucking with her. I guess keep asking for her papers and shit like she gonna slip up. So, and then we get introduced to Jeff Marlboro Face. Hey, get in. <laughs> we'll get to him. So he out here scoping machete out here. Oh, you want to fight? You want to fight five hundred dollars? The last like people just fighting during lunch break. Imagine, imagine you trying to enjoy your coffee and burrito. Somebody talking about some damn. You want to fight? Man, leave me alone. Okay. Five hundred dollars is five hundred dollars. I just be wondering if I was walking back from the food court, they just fighting <laughs> behind a Chipotle. Like, oh, you want a hundred dollars square for me? I'm like, hmm, I got fifteen minutes left in my break. I'd be squeezing. Like, that's the whole thing. The fact I'm thinking about doing that. Like, if that was me, what I'd do? I'm like, I'm just coming back from my lunch break. I got twenty minutes late. They have a fight club outside. It's like, oh, you want to go? Five hundred dollars. I'm like, it's Xbox money. <laughs> All right, I guess I can. I I I I see what it is like. Oh, that's dude from you know that's dude that works somewhere. I can take his ass. He's dishwasher. He ain't got no hands. Mm-hmm. So and Machete is showing how you can beat somebody out throwing a punch. He sit. He put down his coffee. He here in the burrito. Just ducking and dodging. Has the man punch a pipe and breaks his arm. Never yep. throws a punch. I mean, hey. Yeah, the <laughs> environment like Mortal Kombat, <laughs> and the whole thing is again they're working with Danny Trey. Like we know we can't have him do no fight scenes, so what do we do? Just have him dodge. It, it's the funny thing is like Danny Trejo is probably a tough guy in real life. Absolutely, he's reputation to be a tough guy, but he's old. So it's kind of like we gonna if we don't have to have him, and it's funny where in real life you gotta have him doing stuff. We ain't gonna have him do it because it's like he does a lot of action. But how much of it is him? Ooh, I would maybe twenty percent. Most like it's a whole bunch of like you know wide screens and cutaway. Just like ain't no way in the world this man jumping out windows on the car. So like come on now. <laughs> so anyway, Jeff Fahey seeing all this, he like get it. Like 75 for roofing, 80 for gardening, 125 for septic sewer. You gotta kill anyone. You're looking at him. And then he breaks the whole thing down. Like this, you know, the senator made this whole thing about, you know, getting rid of quote unquote wetbacks in the back, his words. But not before having built a fence. They should nothing get the fuck out. <laughs> but the senator, like basically his whole plot is it's kind of like. I know Texas makes too much money off illegal immigration and building a fence is bad for business. My words. And boy, it's so much truth in that. Like Republicans talk a good talk. It's like if they wanted a wall, they'd have a wall. They've been they would have been there. No damn wall. It's like nobody wants. It's like heck, I wonder how many senators got illegal made right now. I know someone got in trouble for having that. It's like nobody really want to stop that. They just want to say that shit because poor white people it sound good to them. Yeah, you tell them. <laughs> you took my job. <laughs> that whole thing. They took my job. Like, how many stories we gotta hear about how produce went bad because they can't find people to guard. They can't have people to pick stuff anymore. It's like, oh, oh, you want a job? You want to pick these chairs? I ain't doing that job. I'm like, yes, you don't want a job then. Like, if somebody can come here and not speak the language and do a job that you can't do, then what that say about you? Right. Yeah, 
They ain't coming over here. Like, ain't nobody coming here. Oh, yeah, I was a dentist until some Mexican came and took my job. That ain't how it work. <laughs> like, what are we talking about? So, anyway, his whole plot is Senator McLaughlin's out here messing up the money, and he got to go. 150 grand. By yes. tomorrow. Got the money in front of him. Got the, they showed the money in front of him. Yeah, he showed the like, money yeah. in front of him. And you know that was like that was out his own pocket because some of them fifties was looking crumpled. Crumple, yeah. <laughs> He's like, find somebody else. No time. I can't force you to do it. But I can guarantee no one to see you again if you don't. How long it take you to make this? Five, ten, fifteen years. It's like, no, he ain't whispering. He just growling like he's been smoking cigarettes for 20 years. Jeff Haley, because even when he raised his voice, he still sound the same. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it was more of a growlish than a whisper. He's like, oh, he got my shit with him. That's for close combat. Not suitable for anything we doing. So we back, just, back up. we just go ignore uh, his right hand man that's beside him. Oh, no, we because Shea Wiggum out here eyeballing the fuck out of him. Shea Wiggum, I called him Walmart Walter Goggins. <laughs> the funny thing about his character in the, tra- the fake trailer, it was a bald white guy with glasses that was like doing the stay there. They get doing, nah, we got to get somebody else. That ain't going to work. Like, oh, I know he's actually going to do a movie. So <laughs> uh, just funny seeing him in this movie because all I think about is him getting beat up and Faster Furious. I think of him, you know, I think of him the most of beside Agent Carter, um, Skull Island, Kong Skull Island. I never watched it. That movie awesome. I've that, heard. That movie is because it no, it's just I I did this, I did with Jeremy, and basically that description is kind of like, what if you made a B movie with unlimited budget? Cause that movie is like a grindhouse movie with like a hundred and eighty million dollar budget. That thing is one. It was like the director, like, how many shots can I make where I can screenshot it? Like, that movie is beautiful. And he filmed himself where it's like, you know, I'm going to put this on a poster. And since, you, you know, the um, the Arthur meme, the cartoon, when he balled up his fist? Mm-hmm. Imagine Samuel L. Jackson doing that when he want to act like he want to square up with King Kong. <laughs> that's exactly what he does. It's like, he, no, that movie's always got too many people. He's in there, and it's like the first time to run King Kong. It's like, oh, he out here chilling. It's like you saw. We know we saw a big gorilla. He's like, yeah. You don't feel nothing about that. He's like unconventional counter. <laughs> he just chilling like, oh, it's a dead the office. Like we just gotta go. Like y'all here eating. We just saw a gorilla. Like foods for the living. <laughs> so that's why I think of Shea Wiggum now. And a few times he's playing a good guy because most of the time he's playing an asshole. And he's in here just glowering and everything like that. Like, oh, it's your backup. So basically the whole thing is $150,000, shoot the center at 4 o'clock. And you take the money, think about it, and he don't really care about the money because he get the money away. Yeah, he give it to Michelle Rodriguez and like... like Michelle, what the fuck you got all this from? Like, what you wrong with you? <laughs> and the way he give it to her is like, yeah, I know about your operation. Here, use this money for it. She like, how the fuck do you know this? Network help me get across. Now you got some other people. I don't know how you know what you know. But I'm glad I know you. She like, you know, she going like, yeah, out here. He got a hundred fifty dollars. He just slinging on. I got a funny story. That's why I laugh about this. I so I I turned my phone in the GameStop for some money. Like I got like four hundred dollars for my phone, and they gave it to me in cash. And I had to wait. Like, oh, we gotta wait the safe. 
we got to time it out for 15 minutes. So I'm waiting there in line, other people ringing up, and then they open up the safe. And this one proceeds to count out like $450 in cash. Uh, bitch, if and you I'm don't. I'm like, 10 people behind me, it's like, oh, 20, 40, 60. I, just, I can count it myself. Shit. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you trying to get me mugged. Like, here it is, $448. What the fucker? Loud as hell. And I'm like, I'm looking at people like, don't you fucking try it. <laughs> I had to give him this look. So I'm like, and I'm thinking they the same way. You got $150,000 in a suitcase. Oh, here, here, do something with this. <laughs> he was just kind of hanging out with it, looking at pictures of his wife. <sighs> yeah. Thinking about his wife, like, oh, this money do a lot of things. She keep, he keep um, having flashbacks. So anyway, day of McLaughlin had a speech. Who remind you of? What? That's, that speech, Robert De Niro given. Who talked like that? That's a Trump speech, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> Red Rover, Red Rover, let the terrorists <laughs> come over. It's going to come through the Kukarash across the border. And what's going to be left? 67 cents. Just jangle with your chains, jingling, jangle. They just come and take your rights away. You don't want that? Nah, you don't want that. I'll be both for me. I'll make sure they stay out of that. It's just going on and on. I'm like, ooh. I was laughing when I went to the movie theater to hear this speech when I heard it at the movie theater. Hearing it now, just kind of like... Hey, too close to home. It's just too many people think... It's kind of like... I don't know if people realize if Donald Trump was like 25% smarter, we'd be fucked. Oh, yeah. Like, he's just not that bright. And you can just tell by all these states saying, bro, you lost. <laughs> Get over it. What the fuck are you doing? Like he telling, telling him that his lawyers don't know what the fuck they doing. And I don't even know what get out of here. This shit don't even make sense. You lost. So he's out here basically blabbering around like, how oh, I'm here. We're going to build a fence to keep these Mexicans out from stealing our land and stealing our jobs and blah, blah, blah. And Trey whole line, but shady line up a shot. And then all of a sudden, look at the corner's eye. Who ain't no shake with him? He plugs him. Right? Like his, his neck, ear. Yeah, somewhere. And then how could a shot Shane Wiggum? Because he basically like no look like Robocop shooting Nero in the leg. <laughs> like the same motion. Hey, that's the that's the magic of a B movie. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, good spot. Like Magic Johnson. Jeff A. said, right there! I saw right there. <laughs> He's snitching loud, telling, oh, it's a setup, motherfuckers. It's a setup. That's right. De Niro, they call him out, take him to the hospital. And then he he out here pushing a mop, beat up the other dude, grab one guy, talk, oh, go ahead. You going to shoot him? Shoot him, nacho. It's okay. a whole bunch of nachos, <laughs> and you you ate your last burrito. You will, you, you will say the text that you sent me? People hate Mexicans in this movie. And even oh, Mexicans yes. hate Mexicans. Yes, it's a whole bunch of Mexican hate going on in this movie. Uh, so anyway, he shoots for him in the leg, and then he's running and escaping while being wounded. He jumps off a damn second floor window, and you know, right, this man should be bleeding out. He's where he daredevil. So anyway, all that happens. He apprehended by two people he thinks that's cops. And you know who can be racist? 
black people. You give a black person power. They gonna hang you like Saddam. For him to talk about hanging and being black, I was just like, oh my God, what's happening right there? And like old fake Leslie Odom Jr. <laughs> so I thought this was I first saw it. And I'm oh. like, oh, you know, yeah, he docking off the representative, a senator. What's the difference? He called in, like, oh yeah, he probably think we cops. We read him his rights, frisk him or anything. He's like frisk him. We frisked him, right? Shit. Right, frisk him. Should have, because he pulled out his machete, stabbed him, <laughs> and proceeds to stare with him. That black dude said, oh, shit. <laughs> I would, too. Man, walk around a six-foot blade, just stabbing from the chest, so crash his car, and then heads on to the hospital, you know, gets picked up, heads on to the hospital. Oh, you know, such and such. You know, you guys checked in. Don't worry. Most ERs don't see illegals, but we got you because we're part of the network. And it's the um, Avellan twins. They're two Venezuelan twins. Mm-hmm. They were in um, Grindhouse movies, too. Yeah. And it's like, oh, your name, Wando. And they hear a whole hospital here to take care of illegals. Boy, don't, don't let Ted Cruz hear about this shit. <laughs> I hey, saw man. a movie tonight. <laughs> Uh huh. You know they give a hard-earned tax money to illegal immigrants. Do you? I don't know which senator. It was one senator. I don't know if it was Rubio or Holly. One of them got mad. Like, how come they? I heard they gave all this money to this HBC, this school Howard for COVID, and I don't know why they get the money and Georgetown don't. Somebody like dummy. Because they're one of the few places that do, you know, COVID treatment. And guess where you would go if you got sick? Howard. Because it's the closest one to the damn White House. You fucking fool. And you know, he probably hit Howard and be like, ew. <laughs> soon as he hit, ew. Howard. Like Ron Howard? They named a movie after the dude from Happy Days? Yeah. Book eight. Historically black. If they had a historically white school, I'd rock like, man, do you want to get help or not? Shit. No, I want to get help. Fine. I'd rather bleed on a white floor. <laughs> Bye. Let a colored man ever touch this skin. Yeah, that's what you would do, die. So they roll him in there, and it's like, oh, one. The bullet basically got stopped by a previous bullet in there. Um, that's not the first time you've seen stories like that in movies. That's, that seemed to be a thing. So I'm like, oh, you know, if that bullet wouldn't have been there, this bullet would have killed you. And meanwhile, this doctor out here. Pervert ass just eyeball the fuck out this nurse. And they ready to you know how hard you got to stare for somebody that know you staring at yeah. like looking at you. And I, and I have guessing that's a routine thing because they were just over his shit. Mm-hmm. I can feel your eyeballs in my uterus. You know what you say? At least they ain't in your colon. And you know, laughing, and the I, other one laugh, other one laughing it off. I, I'm almost sure that nurses have to go through this. Even now, I don't, you know. I'm, still, I'm sure they still go through nonsense like this from doctors. Mm-hmm. The young ones do. The old ones don't play that shit. The old ones like I shove a <laughs> <just> <laughs> fuck you up with me. Yeah, so it's like, oh, you know, the colon is you know ten times the length of a human body. It's sixty feet long. I'm like, yeah, it's true. Saying it like I think it is. Like I'm full of shit. Might be. Might not be. So while uh, he getting treated, it's like, oh, be part of the network. Don't worry. And they all, no, they can't help themselves all kissing him. Like, oh, leave him alone. <laughs> you know, jealous because he can't sexually harass him because they got their eyes on somebody else. So anyway, Shay Wiggum shows up. Excuse me. Can I help you? Can you help me? Sure, darling. You just bring some guy up in here. 
you know, where the ICU is at. She's like, make a left, two rights, never left, go to the end of the hallway. Did you just make <laughs> like, that up? <laughs> like, you sure? That's the way to go? Mm-hmm. How about I go this way? <laughs> like, he knew this for like a right, two lefts, another right, taking him to the snack bar. No, she, I, I'm almost sure she was taking him somewhere so he can get shot. Somewhere they got like the goons somewhere in that hospital where you know take care of this. I don't think there's a lot of goons in the hospital based on what happened. As soon as the gun starts shooting, it was one slow. So anyway, it's Lunch like oh break. come, he's like oh, grabs the belt off the girl, grabs some knives and a skull scraper and a gas tank, and then the whole thing, put the gas tank on the gurney, push out the gurney. So they shooting at the gurney, gas tank goes off. It's like okay, distraction, and this is how you know it's also a grindhouse movie. Ain't no way Danny Trejo was underneath that table. They don't know something. You see when that table go by, and ain't nobody on that table. Danny Trejo is a uh, is a large man, and I don't think uh yeah that's didn't happen. So he roll off, and he slowly swings those blades. I'm like this man, yeah, they got the slow motion going on on purpose because he ain't moving fast anyway. So he out here murdering a couple people, grabs the dude's intestines to swing out the window. <laughs> like he buy the commando. I'm like, this is just it's play for last. Like you don't realize how gruesome this just is. It was like, oh, oh, oh. like that. And one security guard tried to step in and Shay William just blows his brains out. After they holding them, they didn't have to kill them. They could have just like knocked them out. Yeah, they yeah they did too much on that one. Yeah, he's like, oh, you know, are you gonna tell the boss we have an escape? Oops. And why is that an issue? Cause meanwhile, before all this happened, Jeff Faye, he let his other boss go in. I got something to show you. I thought I was paying for the senator's reelection, not his retirement. <laughs> It's like, you know, he gets shot, he gonna get sympathy votes, and then he'll get reelected and he'll ramrod everything in that we need. He's like, oh, Esperante. You might like who's that? Oh, day labor, he won't be missed. Is he like, is he dead? Dead or dying. Is he you know, dead or dying soon? What is he puñeta? <laughs> is he dead or dying? You noticed about this scene is that Jeff he's like sweating when he talks to Steven Seagal. No, like Steven Seagal sitting in this big ass house with like four women and his Chinese sidekick. <laughs> and guess what? Devin Aoki was supposed to have that role, but I think she had like sketching conflicts. So they just found somebody to look. Okay, never mind. All just right. like just like when they did the Second Sin City, Devin Aoki wasn't that because she was pregnant. That's how they got Jamie Chung. Yeah, I could tell. I I was thinking that role was for her, but I wasn't sure. But I'm glad you confirmed. And one thing I've noticed is the role in Arrow. Um, Katana was supposed to be Devin Aoki, and then she got replaced by somebody else. See, like a lot of times, Devin Aoki was like not having like, you know, we want this job. No, I'm alright. I'm good. I got something going on. Oh, I guess you didn't like her in Too Fast, Too Furious, huh? Huh? <laughs> oh man, come on, man. <laughs> so anyway, it's like, you know, Steve Cigar is not pleased like you know. He knows his machete, but he don't tell him yet. He recognizes it like you know. And he don't and it's funny because he get mad when he find out later. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so he's like, you know, tell me when he's dead. 
bitchy puto. Hangs up. That man had a the reinforced steel MacBook. <laughs> had, a, had, a tough, had a tough book at the pool. This case it fall in the water. So that's already a thing. And that's why I say we like, you know, I got the heat toast. Confirm it. See a body something. And then he realized he don't got him. And it's a problem. So me on machete all limping. And somehow this this bean truck, like his twisted metal, just stealthily just rolled through and found him. Yeah, um, Grindhouse. <laughs> it is what it is. Well, Michelle Rodriguez was on a, what, she was around the corner? Yeah, she was just hanging out, you know. Oh, shit, they go home. Everybody looking, everybody looking for you, Cabron, get in. It's like, you know, I've been, you know, I didn't try to kill the senator. Like, I believe that's why you get the money, but they looking for your ass. And she living in a shack. Oh, is it, man, that is a, I've seen a lot of uh, trap houses before in my day. That was a trap house. But the interior looked nice. The exterior was looking yeah. right. The interior, she had the she had the the onions and peppers hanging up. I guess she that was the nice purpose. Sheets. That was the whole, you know. Yeah, I'm just leaving. You know, I'm living rough. Mm. Yeah, so Dude. nobody know. She living like Wolverine living during X Men. Y'all <laughs> about the X Men. He's stupid. <laughs> and he's still with his dirty ass shirt. Oh, we gotta say something about Machete. It's till the end of the movie. He rocking the same outfit. It seemed like for like three days. Oh, he absolutely smelled like outside and, bur- and tacos and, and blood. That and shirt. Burritos. He walking around with a bloody shirt like he John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> Beginning of John Wick. It's like damn. And it's like oh, you know, basically telling the story about what happened. It's like you know, I'm uh, the senator and blah blah blah. And, you know, get on the bed. Don't bleed on. The, don't bleed on the bed. And then this, then he finds out more about her. It's like oh, she was just made up. I just use her as kind of like, you know, a symbol to hide while I'm doing the network stuff. Yeah. And he basically like, nah, you can be her. Stop front. You got something to fight for? Oh, you know, grab like always just something worth fighting for. Machete. And she realized who he is. Like, oh, you knew? Yeah. And then he trying to. And then, okay, I got a question. What's the thing with the egg? I was about to ask you the same thing. I meant to look it up. Because I was always curious. I don't know if it's like a cultural thing. This will be a timer thing. Because I've seen it in other movies. And I've always wondered. So, anyway. It's like, you know, he recently like, oh, don't start what you can't finish. Check that. He's like, oh, you're like, you know me? You're like, then he's like, oh, you know, maybe the myth is better. Try to brush it off, like you know, you might get disappointed. I've you know, I just got shot. She like, nah, I'm trying to find. I'm gonna have to hop on this. They start playing the music again, having sex with her boots on. Don't do, don't do. Meanwhile, who's living nicer? Jessica Alba. Oh, just to let you know, the egg on the bed is just supposed to be for like a spiritual cleaning, cleansing. Okay, that makes sense. There you go. That that definitely seemed like it fit the role, and that's how they, you know I can I can respect that. Yeah, that's cool. Now I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I figured it. I figured it was related to that. But I was just curious. Meanwhile, Jessica Alba living. What's the colors on her house? That thing like a damn triangle. <laughs> Like the, like the Sims made that. I don't know, but you see how the two women living, how they living different. Mm-hmm. She living out here, got her taco truck like under under radar. 
Sartan out here. Her house is like blue, pink, and green. Where her um, what she have a fucking we, we. yeah. She's doing she still we fit, looking nice. And I would just say this, I admit it. For the longest time, I had a crush on Jessica Alba. Uh, I will not lie. I think we all did. Yeah, I don't know. Some people it like it used to be a thing. It's like who you like, Jessica Alba, Jessica Biel. That used to be a thing. I remember that being a thing, but I always, yeah. Well, I'm like. Because they were both young and first name was Jessica. I'm like, I mean, they two completely because they two fit young women that did action movies. And I remember like Jessica Alba was the one that was Latin sometimes and not Latin. And Jessica Bill was the white girl with a big butt that ended up marrying Justin Timberlake. That's our like, that's our remember from Jessica Bill. Like she was in movies I liked and half the time she didn't do nothing to them. Now that's true. <laughs> Blade, like, you know, 18, she barely did anything. We won't talk about the third Blade movie, but like, yeah, so anyway, she out there staying fit, and then she get a phone call. It's like, oh, I'm on lunch break. Lunch over. Turn on the news. And that's the thing you realize. It's kind of like you didn't have social media, so if you weren't watching the news, you didn't know shit happened. Yeah, the news was important. Twitter, she would have got that alert two seconds after he got shot. That, uh, so, that 12, 12 um, p.m., 6 p.m., and uh, 11 o'clock news was very important back in the day. So she's seeing some of the footage. is like, I know him. Son of a bitch. Who? Oh, no, I mean, I see him, sir. Get him. So, like, yeah, she's seen So she know Machete. She's like, she's going to go scoop him up. And meanwhile, Jeff Fahey gets distracted himself because we need to talk about the ele- elephant room. While he's doing all this plotting and planning and calling, he get a phone call himself. And he's speaking of trap houses. He got to go to a trap house. He killed a whole bunch of meth people. Why? Because his daughter April's on that yuckum. Yeah, played by Lindsay Lohan. That, oof, that was... She's living raggedy. That was, that was a little close to home, wasn't he's it? traffic. Yeah. I mean, we've seen traffic. Yeah. Like, we see how Erica Christmas is like Michael Douglas, the damn drug czar. His daughter getting slutted out for a, a damn dime bag. Talk about a movie I'd never watch again. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> that movie just I made me I, feel. Ugh. Oh, I, I bad. Like, I think I've seen it twice. And it's like, I don't like. It's like the people you like die beside Don Cheadle. Yeah, I'm just like, uh, I guess. Whatever. Mm hmm. So anyway, it's like, if I told you once, I told you a thousand times. If you need something, get it from me. Not I, mad that she's doing drugs. No. Mad that she's getting from the wrong people. I'm going to be your supplier. Yeah. The second time I stop my operation, my partner does not handle this bullshit. Okay. Again, don't this, cl- this just hit a little too close to home around that time. Yeah. Because, you know, it was all these, ru- well, we're going to say rumors about her at parties and allegedly. in the news and tabloids and all that good stuff. So, yeah, allegedly. Um, so it just, ugh, I don't know. I guess it played. It adds to it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it, add, it adds to it. So, and she's like, she throwing up, oh, sorry, daddy. <laughs> No, you are not doing it right at this and point. It leaves a whole kind of like 
he has an uncomfortable relationship with his daughter. Oh, what everybody jokes about with Vince McMahon and uh, Stephanie? Stephanie, yeah. yeah. Or Donald Trump and Ivanka? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. And they kind of dance around it in this movie, especially when they get to the church scene. So, yeah. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they, they pretty much say it. They ain't dancing that much. I mean, they say it, but you know, they, it's kind of like in passing. Mm-hmm. So, oh, so by this, you know, so basically, the whole thing is Machete. You know, he's healing up, and Sartana's looking for him. Everybody looking for him, and meanwhile, Mister Shadewig out there is like, oh. Go back to the place where she got the, t- the bean, the taco truck. You're like, oh, I'm low English. No, I'm low English. He pulls a gun. You speak 40 knots. You speak 45. <laughs> he starts speaking English real good. Like he went to UTEP. Hey, man, let me, uh, come on, man. I was just joking. I know how to speak English. <laughs> nah, I, I know where she at. She's late. She, you know where she live. He's like, damn, I talk too much. Yep. So they go up to the door, and the first dude shows up. Gets a knife right through his skull. Ah! And Shay, we're going to send him out of the car to chill. Like, all right, go get him. Yeah, he's like, all right, whatever. It ain't me. <laughs> That's right. It's a whole bunch of it ain't me. So they go in there and they have a, you know, they brought guns to a knife fight. And normally it work out in your favor. This one don't. So they getting their hands chopped off and getting cleavered out. So Shay Wiggum takes some C4 with a timer, throws it through the window. He's like, all right, I'm assuming my homie's dead. And if they're not, they're going to be dead after this as long as I kill Machete. And by this point, Jessica Alba showed up at the right time. Because Machete, yeah, Danny Trejo ain't jumping through no windows like he Mel Gibson lethal weapon. But whatever. <laughs> Tell what you want. That man had the triangle button smooth. Jumps out the window. The house blows up. Body fall. You see the body fly out the house, too. Mm-hmm. Like, Watching on the widescreen, land her car, and she's screaming like she saw Jason Voorhees. Ah! She screamed like a lunatic. I'm like, lady, you are law enforcement. Have some decorum. And they got the, the turkey based thermometer in there is going off. She drives up the shot to body off and then ends up picking him up. Like, that's the second time. You know, blown up bodies, killed shot centers. You just start up a shit store, agent. Yeah, I know who you are. Get in the car. You know, she mad because she hollering him in Spanish. She don't even speak Spanish that much. She's trying to get a promotion. <laughs> so eventually she's, she's breaking down like, oh, I know what you're doing, blah, blah, blah. You try to suit the senator or like that. And then he did a whole distraction thing. Switch the car. She's screaming. She do a lot of screaming. She does. Mm-hmm. Pulls the gun out. Drive. Drive. Like Man. saying, like, please, like, I don't want to shoot you. Hey, I will. Hey, he after that, after the first girl in the beginning, turned, <laughs> she tricked him. He don't trust nobody. You're the, you're the second beautiful woman to pick me up. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this happening, he escapes, and meanwhile, Jeffy he finds out what's going on. You said, yeah, you know, your day labor was a goddamn federale. Like, you know, FBI, CIA, DA rolled up in the one burrito. He's like, and Steven Seagal is mad, like, this the man you hired, Puneta. Yeah, yeah, why are you tell me about it? Like, you know, yeah, hard, he's hard, very hard to kill. Trust me, I tried. Like, 
Is this the man you tried to get Kim Machete twice? He's failed both times. I'm disappointed how nice you are about failure. He's like, I'm not. You strangle Shea William. Yeah, I got him about it. Back to his head just to prove a point that he ain't ain't a coward. And and sticks like all laughing with his henchwoman. (laughs) Yeah, it almost seemed like they didn't tell him that was going to happen in the scene. He just got tickled. (laughs) Like, like, how's that? Like, not bad. Okay. I got to give you 24 hours or else I go do myself and I'll kill myself. Fucking puto. He is talking to Jeff A. Like, he trash. And, and if you thought uh, Jeff A, he was sweating earlier, boy. Sweating <laughs> Man, he's like, I'm sorry, my friend. He's like, yeah, he getting shook. Yeah. So here come a funny scene. They at the house. And Jessica, I'm out here cutting. I'm like, this woman may never make the Super Bowl in her life. Look. This man got so much he got so much charisma. She in there cooking this man a full meal. My my abuela said, good food will fix any problem. She out here chopping green peppers and shit making homemade salsa. To a man that's holding a gun gun at gun at her. He's like, oh, so how this whole thing happened? So somebody showed up, say, oh, shoot the center. You was like, all right. You know the way she said it, it's like. That do sound jacked up. Yeah. She's like, oh, no, I, I didn't know that. Wasn't even a Mexican. Wasn't a network of loose. I thought he wanted, I was afraid he wanted to get septic work. Instead, <laughs> <laughs> he gave me $150,000 to, you know, to kill the center. Oh, that's why you, that's why you did it. The money, like, I wasn't going to kill him. I just wanted to shoot him so he stopped saying that silly shit. We're going to wig him in the throat. <laughs> No, he's gonna just shoot them knees like he did, like he already did. I mean, Shut up! You can still talk when you're in a broken kneecap. That's how it works. He was. I think he's gonna double up on him. He's gonna hit both knees. Both knees. He can't talk. That's how it works. I mean, you may think, can't talk anymore. You may think. Check what you say first. You may be like, damn, I gotta think about this because shit, I don't want my knees to go out again. Keep that in mind with Mitch McConnell. Shoot his knees out. Bringing a second stimulus check. So while she's doing all this talking and you know saying why he did what he did, she kind of creeping toward the knife, and she ain't slick. It's like, oh, I'll bring you in because I know I heard what happened with your family. I know you can't go back home to Mexico. You don't got papers here, so you ain't got no country. I get you, you know, I don't, why don't I turn you in, get you immunity? While she act like she being sneak with a knife, he just picked the gun and pointed at her. Like I won't, I'll get, I'll get the booth and bring him in. It's like, why? Because we both cops. Hands of the gun. Yeah, I, I believe you. If the gun had bullets, the gun had bullets. She started getting moist. Mm-hmm. Oh, she was, woof. What, what, what? And I'm just, I don't know how I feel about these women just throwing themselves at Danny <laughs> Trail. I'm like, what it should it don't bother you as much as it should, but I won't say that doesn't bother me at all. I mean, it bothers me because if I, that would be me saying, oh, well, you know, the whole, wrestling you know the whole thing with the mysterio thing don't bother but i think because it's in that grind house you know uh, those type of movie because you i guess but it's place, the, imagine if it was morgan freeman and making good oh god all right then what's the dirt like the age is we, we talking about that type of age gap yeah i know we talking about the age gap but i'm talking about why i think people let it slide 
You know, like some people let it slide. Oh, it's wrestling. You know, whatever. But this is like, oh, it's a B movie. I've seen this plenty of times. And, you know. Not graphic. It's like a lot of us imply. Like, you don't see him kiss. Like, he don't kiss Jessica Alba to the end of the movie. He even then start looking like, mm, I don't know. And it's kind of, it's just weird because it's like, that's a big ass age difference. I know they grown. Yeah. And I, yeah. it's funny. I didn't think about it when I first saw the movie. But I thought about it watching it. Now, because I was like, what's the age gap? Because I didn't realize Danny Trejo was as old as he was. And I know it's like, oh, once y'all both grown, it don't matter. Eh, it still kind of matter. Yeah. 70s and 40s. That's, I mean, that's. Yeah. It's a huge difference. <laughs> it's... You might have kids, you might have grandkids her age. Basically, depending on when you started. So, anyway, he leaves and he's there to get some help. His brother, she's <laughs> married. It's always Robert <laughs> movies. So I don't see you like I ain't see you for all these years. And now you come to ask, you know, I gave up the gun to go off the guy. Cause I guess he used to be a cop too. Yeah. It was all cops. Him, Machete, and, and Steven Seagal. Damn, like some police force. That was like the damn OKC Thunder. <laughs> That's why back in the day, he's like, and now you ask me to kill these men for you? Help me, bro. I mean, Padre. Padre. He's like, I see what I can do. He's like, all right. He's like, I saw you in the news. That's how I found out my brother in town. He basically had, you know, had the hearse for the side business. He's like, oh, cigars, Cuban, Mexican. Got these weak ass rolled up. I'm like, man, had them, them fat joints rolled up for him. Mm-hmm. I know it's kind of like this. See, Rob Rodriguez can make these jokes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, Coming from you know it works because it's it works because it's like he he can yeah. Quentin Terrence you know could not make these jokes he would try oh yeah he probably asked him hey you mind if I make this joke you think it'll work nah put my right. name on it or something <laughs> let people know yeah. I helped you see I directed this scene yeah, yeah. Oh, I ain't gonna call him my nigger this time What's the problem? oh gosh yeah so anyway so basically Jeff Fahey's been there. He finds out that he works for Senator McLaughlin. And it's like, oh, that's the person that hired you. They kill him like he come in all the time, professional. He be telling like, you know, impure thoughts about his daughter. It's like, you know, I wish April saw me as a real man. Yo! And then they just go past it. I'm like, this is crazy. Oh, real. And that seemed to be a thing. We're rich. Un- uncomfortably a thing. Like, you know, basically like, yeah. I wish my daughter could get and I think about the credit. Like people may be, you know, damn, my daughter hot. She wasn't my daughter. I date her, and they laughed it off. It's, I, and, good. We didn't learn our lesson with R. Kelly. He was telling us, and we didn't listen. Good gracious! And the fact that Vince McMahon even danced around that, and people had to talk him off the ledge, is just insane to me. Allegedly. Hey, pal, we're at storyline and like me and stuff. And then Shane can't have fought for it. What do you think about that? Are you think a madman? Are you a madman? You sure, boss? I don't, uh, I don't know. Hey, he don't go all the way. How about you? Like Springer does it. I'm almost sure. What was the old guys that used to be with him? Some older gentlemen? Um, uh, Frisco and passing. I'm like, pretty sure. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you, Vince? They probably said, well, like, I don't know. I don't know, boss. This might not be way. Thank God Vince Russo wasn't a brother. Oh, you know he oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Bro, bro, yeah, bro. <laughs> bro, I'm telling you, it's gonna be the best thing on Monday nights. 
I seen it on Howard Stern, nine o'clock hour, bro. And it, and Stone Cold come and stop you from it. God. Jesus. It's too many minutes. Like, ugh. yeah, ain't nobody mess with my daughter but me. Like that type of vibe is just see, we were we think about like trailer house and like cousins, stuff like that. A lot of old rich people, that's the ones who really do it. Yeah. I tell people all the time, ain't nobody as savage as an aristocrat because they can afford to be on some real fuckery. <laughs> they yeah, can do stuff right. like, yeah, I had my daughter riding a horse naked and I fucked both of them. And you be like, huh? Oh yeah, so we did it sweeten. And they try to make it like it's artistic. You be looking at them like, um, I need to leave. Oh, you want to see our uh, family uh, vacation video? Why are you kissing your daughter in the mouth? It's my daughter. Why can't I kiss? Oh my god, I gotta get. Why? Out of here. You, why are you dressed like Thor? Jesus. <laughs> so anyway, all this is going on. He realized, you know, oh, so Boof is on some chicanery. And it's like, oh, you know, I got basically film like, you know, people take my collection plates, see what's going on. Those cameras are coming handy anyway. So those cameras come in handy because since Booth killed his henchman, he needs another henchman. He's like, don't worry. I got Texas's finest. This is may have an infomercial. That was an infomercial. Right? That commercial must be filmed quick because they show him shooting a bow and arrow through Danny Trejo's face. <laughs> oh, shit. But Bay was already trying to get his numbers up. And it's like Tom Savini. Like, he was in uh, From Dust Till Dawn. He's in the sequel. He's known as like a makeup. Like, you know, he's been a lot of horror movies. He's known like, you know, a visual effects and makeup. He's the one to help design Bray Wyatt's mask. Yep. The new one. That's why it looks as that's why it looks as good as it does. Outstanding job. Mm-hmm. So he's in there doing I don't know what the fuck those push-ups were. <laughs> <laughs> why you say that? Cause he was doing the Jodice push-ups because he was doing like his thumbs and index fingers and he just leaning in. What the that, fuck is the Jodice push-up? You know, is that the Josie push-ups in? You seen freaking new video? I call him I call him Josie push-ups. I'm dying. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> man, all of it in. He's like in here on a motorcycle, riding it backwards with a bow and arrow. Like, that's Texas's finest. All them good old boys in Texas. And that's the best. Like, not saying he good, like that commercial had me dubious. <laughs> I-, I can imagine, yeah. Um yeah, I need to see some more work. I need to see something else. This commercial, I don't know. I can't trust it. Mm-hmm. So, Machete takes the car and oh! I think we left a scene out when Jessica Alba was trying to figure out who Machete was and she ran it through, through the database and this scene, she had clothes on but they were digitally altered to have her naked. Oh, and she was in the shower? Yeah. It's like no, you wouldn't know because like yeah, I saw like the behind the scenes thing. She's like yeah, no new. Like I ain't seeing my titties. Do what you need to do. I'm, I'm feeling my, I'm feeling a tank top on. So she in there find out that you know this guy is a uh, ex federale while just waiting in the shower. It's like oh, I thought this was just some some dude cutting grass. You know what I thought it was just some dude cutting grass? The people at Boop's house. He's like oh, who are you? New gardener. 
like you know, talking to him in Hungarian, like, oh, I'm just playing with you, it's like that. Just go ahead and go to the back. You know, don't be, don't be bringing shit all in the house. Mark your boots off. And then, like, you ever notice like a Mexican just come to your house with like a trimmer, and you just let them in? <laughs> Never question that. <laughs> they start thinking about. I was like, yeah. And I thought about that too. I'm like, they can rot the fuck out somebody. Oh yeah, I'm the landscaper. Oh, all right. Three of them. Go ahead, cuz. If you tired, yeah, go ahead, cuz. If you tired of this, where the PS5 at? <laughs> Gone. That's where the PS5 at. Landscape <laughs> my ass. So, anyway, he realized what's going on and he out there with the trimmer. Now, trimmer will fuck you up. I got one. That shit will take off a finger if you ain't careful. Well, he clearly was uh, being, he was he was letting cuz know he was serious, but um, he ain't taking it. Ah! up his knuckles so he knocks him out and then we didn't talk about whole Lizzie Lohan thing talking about oh yeah Daniel asked me to marry him but I don't think I'm ready at that you know I'm gonna be a model yeah I don't know it's a, it's a tough tough job to get in April I don't know if you could do it like you're beautiful that's a tough tough nut to crack I cracked a lot of nuts daddy and he looked like the fuck <laughs> Yeah, you know, don't worry. I know what I'm doing. My, what's my father's see? Followers. Yeah, my website. Website. Yeah. Send you to a convo there. She had OnlyFans. <laughs> daughter was a camera. They had this big ass house. He out here. This whole thing. He don't have any issues with Mexicans. They out here eating salsa. Yeah, pass me another taco. <laughs> yeah, man, chilling. Like he said, it's all business. It had nothing to do with racism. So anyway, establish that and then it's like, oh, you know, her and her mom is like, she sure? I don't want my dad to see this. Mom is going to be on the internet. Everyone's going to see this. That's my father's want to see. Oh, the guy's here. He ain't the normal guy. He look good to me. I'm like, we just gloss over the fact it's like, Lindsay Lohan, like, yeah, let's me and my naked ass mom, we're going to film this shit and stream it. Yeah. Milf porn. Yeah, we going to. Mommy, daughter, I'm like, Hey, so this whole family's freaky. Nah, I just think uh, Robert Rodriguez, you know, he watched a lot of porn. No, I'm talking about in the movie story, the whole family got some. Oh, yeah, got all the issues. Yeah. I don't want my daughter cursing, but I don't mind if she fucking, as long as it's me. Yeah, the family is shit. show up. And he's like, oh, come on in, don't be shy. Michelle still got that dirty ass shirt and that bloody ass undershirt. And got some tequila in there, and he in the pool. And I don't know if that's Lindsay Lohan in the when they in the pool, because they kind of hide her face, and it's like it may be. And it's like they showing her body there, but when she wake up later, she's hiding her breasts. Yeah, I don't, so I don't know if that's her body double. And it's like he tugging the shit out of both of them. <laughs> and then breaks in the house, takes some evidence that's you know encrypted, locks some. In the um, wait, wait, are we not gonna talk about how Machete uh uses electronics like a caveman? The way he did, like HBK? yes, <laughs> I can. Um, he, I just spell password, <laughs> he's pressed there all hard, boom, boom. They always make old men like, oh, what the fuck? I'm used to typewriters, what is this? <laughs> So he is, you know, he gets get some evidence that's encrypted. So you got to break it later. Connects them, and the hearse. Boop shows up. 
And keep in mind, he already know what's going. Like you know, we going kind of out of order, cause the the um, henchman that like I said, the henchman's already dead. Booth get the call, you know, sees it like sees the video, plays it, and it's like it's his daughter there, and his wife make it out with Shay, and he is heated. <laughs> Phone goes off. Where's your my family? One family at a time. One family at a time. So Cyrus. I found his family, you know, found his brother. Should I say Padre? So they show up at the crib. And Osiris ain't missed with the bow and arrow this time. This man got the gun to terminate his head. <laughs> and judgment day, that shit was a big ass gun with the um and he out there and Sheesh Marin sees all this, grabs two shotguns, and is playing stealth with shotguns. How does that work? I'm not sure, but it it worked. Yeah. Oh, please, please. God forgives. I don't. Shoots in the skull. Times when you hear that, like, oh, go and get that. One dude tries to sneak up, shoot 15 times, miss, and get shot in the shotgun. Chief Marion crouch running. <laughs> nah, I seen Nash Bridges. It, come on now. No, like, no. Look. <laughs> It's possible. I've been playing Watch Dogs uh, Legion. It's this possible. This man is crouch running with two shotguns. It's possible. I've been playing Watch Guns Legion. Was you using Chief Marin in it? I was using actually an older lady. She's like, was it Chief Marin? No, it wasn't Chief. All right Marin. then, it ain't possible. I, <laughs> I used the old man too. I played Metal Gear Solid Four when Solid Snake was forty-five, looked like he was ninety. Oh, it was still shit. Solid Snake. It was an old ass Chief Marin. <laughs> it's possible. So anyway, is so if that's possible, I guess I'm gonna take my two shotguns, have them crisscross behind this pillar, and shoot two people at the same time, and they don't know. That I guess that's possible too. So yeah, um, we are, did I spend his money well because this squad was trash. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I know he used to be a federale, but like a long time ago. And Osiris about to get the drop on him. He about to get. He about to die. And all of a sudden. Boop coming, damn, shoot his ankle off. He had to drop on him. I'm like, wait a minute. He because when the scene cut, he had both of his guns pointed at him. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot. B movie. <laughs> nah, I got you in your I got you in your ankle. Ah, yeah. oh. <laughs> Little Padre. And then they they about to crucify. It's like, oh, blood of Christ. Tastes like Merlot to me. Go ahead, sing me some of those hymns you used to do back in the day. It's like he's been his preacher for a long. He's been his priest for a long time, you know. Like you hate us that much to do all this? No, I love prophets that much. We try to fix, you know. We basically trying to fix the border. If the border open, like every pendejo with a every pendejo douchebag with a dime bag and a dream can make money. Can't have that. Close profit, less supply. Less supply, more demand. More demand, more profits. Strictly business. That's all it is. It ain't no racism. It's, and it's kind of like he that type of Republican, like, yeah, I'll, I'll use that racism. I ain't racist. I'm just trying to get paid. One of the pragmatic ones, like Dick Cheney. Mm. You know, ass, he ain't no asshole like Mitch McConnell. Like, he's a different type. It's like, one last time. No, where's your brother and my family? In hell. <laughs> and start laughing. And then they proceed to finish crucifying him. Yeah, stick a, uh, I guess what was it, a nail or something in his um wrist. Man, this 
man just walk around, had a big ass railroad spike in his pocket. You never know when you're going to crucify somebody on your day off. You stupid. I'm stupid? That man, like, what you about to fight Dracula? You was just bored just in case? So, yeah, let's, I got to stop at Home Depot. Look, what man, they opened up the trunk and that will, they found what was in there and they used it with yeah. it. Uh, what's going on? Uh, you got some railroad spikes? Um, excuse me, son? Yeah, you know what I'm saying, railroad. I'm, I built a train track for my little son out in the backyard. Oh, okay, aisle 14. Is that how that went? Uh, yeah, kind of, sort of. Mm-hmm. So meanwhile, Machete shows up, sees his brother out here. Damn shame. Let me use your phone. I thought Machete don't use phones. Machete, I thought Machete don't text. Oh, yeah, Machete don't text. Machete improvise. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that came up because before when she brought some old evidence, it was like, where was you at? God damn it. You could have texted me. Machete don't text. And he brings evidence. And that was like an inside joke between him and Rodriguez that they brought to the movie. Yeah, why you always call him? Why don't you just text? Machete don't text. <laughs> so anyway, um, Jessica Alba sees the cameras and realizes what's going on. It's like, oh, okay. Might be something here I can use. Meanwhile, after the house blowing up, okay, we haven't talked about this guy, Dale Sabara from Spy Kids. I swore he was like a white Latino. I had no idea he was like a Russian Jewish guy just pretending in this movie. Because it's so over the top. And they make him, I don't know if you catch it, like he's adopted. Like, you know, I'm adopted home. Like, yeah, no shit. No. You know what I'm talking about? No, I might have missed that. The white, the guy that got the got the blue headband, got the flannel shirt, and always over the top. Oh, Luz, I thought they got you, Holmes. That one. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, okay, I got you. That's a regular old white guy. He's married to Megan Trainer. I, I I I was thinking that seeing him because the more I saw him, I'm like, is he just a white guy? But yeah, so. <laughs> Uh, he was in Spy Kids. Nope, he been a lot of stuff, and it's just hilarious. Like he's twenty eight now, so he was what eighteen? Was he like a main one of us in Spy Kids? Was he yeah. the main kid? Yes. Ah, uh, okay. That red hair. Uh, that's what I was. Now that makes sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. He grew up. <laughs> so did she, because when she grew, up, she was in like she was in Machete Kills. And yeah, she definitely grew up, but we gonna leave that alone. So anyway, it's like they see Luz like, oh, oh, Chingon, you thought you thought they took me out there easily? Yeah, Luz, I thought they got you homes all over the top like how any girl used to be. So she's like, don't worry, it's a war going on. Whatever is she on, I got my guns. She had damn submarine shells. <laughs> I'm wondering where this stuff. Like, why you got why you got a mortar for like? It's hilarious how movies used to do the whole thing. I just got weapons here and there. It's like, yeah, I got a gun, a shotgun machine gun. Is that a flamethrower? <laughs> like, they be having World War II torpedoes. All the weapons. Mm-hmm. And who show up? Just got out of hate. <laughs> La Migra freeze. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wall. And she already made a point, like, you know, I'm just trying to work my way up. I'm not trying to push you too hard. Like, half these people I arrested probably, I'm related to them anyway. 
It's like, you know, I'm working hard. I followed the law and, you know, I started off being a weight, you know, being a temp and taking out the trash. And now I'm a special assistant, you know, cracking down people like, but they still got you taking out the trash. Like, like all that shit, like all that white explaining, and you still basically, you know, locking up your homies. So she in there and she's like, oh, so you didn't network. And what's going on? So they break down the network. It's like, yeah, we bring some people in and give them jobs, make sure they stay on the straight and narrow. And some people have been missing. And then Don Johnson, the crew, been harassing us. First, they start with a few of them with some guns and a rifle here and there. And somebody been funding them lately. So they've been getting bigger and better. And we find out who been funding with Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal did not mess around. He had multiple plans. He tried to use Vaughn first to control the border. And once that wasn't working good enough, he decided to have Robert De Niro do it. If I can't use thugs, I use the law. Man, had so every she, angle taken care of. So she brings the whole plan. She's like, oh, you going to arrest us? No, I'm going to pretend I don't see this. Just tell Machete I'm looking for him. You should have so said like, that hey, at first. Stop being nosy. <laughs> yeah. So she getting closer to Machete. And unfortunately, Michelle already going to be out the movie for a while. Because who shows up? Don Johnson. I'm lying, Glace. Oh, you her, huh? You the one hired, you know, you the one to hire that Mexican killer senator. You behind the whole damn thing. You're like, I, no, I ain't do it. I don't know the fuck you're you doing. a war, you got one. You're like, how about eye for eye? Shot him with the quickness. Yeah, he didn't waste any time with that one. That was, you usually get a little more dialogue. He's like, nah. No, he had dialogue after that. Burnt your last burrito. <laughs> Come on. Dude, we're up again. You know, you got to get better at that. And they're like, let's go. She out. She, they sure her legs are still moving. So she ain't dead. I'm like, I don't know how she's not dead. Yeah. Um, uh, we see fast. I mean, I saw fast. I'm on the rock got shot in the skull. Yeah, we they, they yeah. turned into Robocop. <laughs> we got a lot of things going on. Things can happen. We've seen Fast and Furious. So. We see a lot of stuff, you know, bullets bounce. Yes. Even in real life, it's like people have survived. I don't know how. But they anyway, so anyway, she out. And meanwhile, Michelle don't care. He get his flirt on. He's like, oh, we got all the film. They break down. It won't be so easy to get the password. I think you type in like April. <laughs> That's all it was. Like that man lusting over his, not his wife, his daughter. Yuck. And then they find out that he's working for Torres. Like funny and all that stuff, and she busy lit drinking. Oh, no, I get up. Why? You're drunk. <laughs> Lay with me. He don't say no. He's like, all right. Yeah. He take, off. He take off his shirt first, and but she still keeps her virtue. He's a gentleman. Mm-hmm. He knows she ain't about that life. Yeah. Then he he sends a text after he. Meanwhile, at the time, he sent a text to um, Booth talking about, oh, you finally killed his brother. Like, you fucked with the wrong Mexican. He's like, oh, what's it mean? Machete coming after us. No, Machete coming after you. you. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, us? There ain't no us. Tom Sweet's like, I'm, I'm out this movie. I'm done with all this shit. So, meanwhile, Seagal call again. He's like, Got something to tell me, Puneta? Yeah, I killed his brother. Oh, you killed the priest. Congratulations. I, I don't know. Do you see me? 
Yeah, I'm your town. That's right. I'm in your town, Booth. Like, so I'm coming here. I'm a kill machete, and I want you to watch because it'll be the last thing you see. Wait, wait, wait. He <laughs> 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 shook. May tell her everything. You can't oh, no, do you know, Supervised ice agent. They got yeah. stuff on you, me, all of us can ruin all this shit. Where is she, Punita? Take your head. Like, he doing whatever. Like, don't kill me yet. I still got information. I still could be used. It's funny how tough and how strong he is until Steven Seagal on ball. He's like, oh, no, wait. <laughs> I got a family, damn it. I told you, every time you saw him talking to him, he was just sweating away. Oh, meanwhile, Jessica wakes up, still got her first day. She checks, like, oh, oh, shit, what happened? You know, like, oh, did I just make a bad decision? Grabbing a shirt, grabbing her crotch. <laughs> like, okay, everything's still in the right place. This is like, oh, what a gentleman. She all snuggled up on him. I guess he got. I guess he got animal charisma. I'm like, come on now. <laughs> and anyway, he wakes up because it's like they sent the goons after him, including somebody in a luchador mask. <laughs> Was like a regular white guy too, and I'm like, oh, okay. Gilberto Carrasón. They're like, oh, he like he like a fat super crazy. <laughs> So she out here fighting the, the fighting the luchador with heels, some red bottoms, stabs in the eye and the arm. Uh, after she hit one spin kick, that's why that we training was tried another one. He grabbed that foot, stung the shit out of her. Machete out here killing people with, with glass shards. So me like, oh, they sent him. That means they want you dead too. So yeah, it's this whole thing serious now. We get to the final thing. Booth wake up. Meanwhile. We get back to Robert De Niro. He wakes up. He a pervert. I'm all. Can you bring me something to drink? I like a juice box. Some of that ass is what he probably sounded his breath. He's absolutely a creep. Yeah, he's like, what's been going on? The whole plan's like, all right, we're gonna bring you out here, Senator, and you got, you know, be good to go. Make sure you get your cane. Milk it. He's like, what's going on? Get press conference. It's like, you know, film stuff. He told the truth. And then they try to shoot him down. Vote <laughs> for John. Like, basically, his number's going. He gets 50 votes. He's like, yeah, I told you. These damn Cucaracha, you know, the Mexican bandito try to take out your boy. But I'm still out here. Vote for me. And then Telemundo sent that one woman's like, oh, word on the street is this was a setup. What was that? Come again? And she said she had on tape. This guy was sent the tape in like she was Batman and Batman Returns. <laughs> he's stupid. <laughs> First set of tape is like, you know, when he's getting tortured, he didn't realize when he was torturing Cheech Marin, it was on tape. It's like, yeah, I did it for the, you know, I, yeah, it was simply for the senator. I do it, basically, I do it once, do it again. Dan had the DVD when he shot the dude trying to cross the border. And he looked at him like, you know, what the fuck? <laughs> He's going into mid-stroke. <laughs> there are rumors that you work around Rigo Torres? Oh, excuse me. No, no more questions. Don't think I'm having a heart attack. And like, you don't calm down, he will. They carry him out. And by this point, he is pissed. He's like, what the fuck is going on? Tom, I set this all up for you. Like, you set this up. You, and then the, the accent is gone. Yeah. You set this up, you stupid son of a bitch. He talking like he in Goodfellas again. 
Like, nobody told you plan all this. You had me shot. You try to get me killed. What the fuck going on? <laughs> Tell me I set this up for you all over like this. You be flying around me, so you should be on your hands and knees begging me to help you. Now, Robert De Niro do many things, and he on bed. So, you know what he'll do? Shoot. Shoot the fade twice. Look at the de- look at the dude drop the limo. Get the fuck out. Dude, take the keys. Man, was all, he was thinking on his feet. I, I appreciate that. Took the keys and ran. De Niro pissed. So he ran out here, find a cab driver, throw him out. Dude must have hit head first. He didn't move. <laughs> I'm like, he didn't shoot the cab driver. I'm like, why the cab driver just laid out? I'm like, ain't no cops, no nothing. And meanwhile, Machete out there, and now he dressed like he back in Desperado. He got a, he got his new fit on, his DLC fit. <laughs> Jumped on the roof of the... I'm, I don't know how they see this big old-ass Mexican with a vest on, like, 12 blades and a sword. Yeah, I'll hear Jumped that. on the roof. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> like, you know, you, you basically the whole thing, he's, you know, Jeff A, he about to die, so he's snitching, talking about, you know, you find McLaughlin, you find Vaughn, and that's, you know, you find Vaughn, then you find Torres, Torres here looking for you. And he's like, I just try to set a plan. Why didn't you just kill the senator? We would have made all money and we had to bend this violet. And like, ain't that a bitch? He's like, you know, where's my family? They're with the Lord. I guess I won't be seeing them then. <laughs> and then he dies. This whole thing is like, we had a plan and all you do is make the plan up. Like, basically, the whole plan was they tried to use Vaughn to control the border. And that wasn't working good enough for Torres. So they used McLaughlin to control the border. If he control who goes in and out, he can control the money. Like, which probably happens in real life. And all they had to do was just, you know, do your job or die. Nope. Couldn't do it. So he's dead. And meanwhile, <laughs> Lindsay Lohan wakes up, butt-ass naked with her mama. Oh, son of a bitch drugged us. What's going on? Call daddy. That's the first thing she's saying. Then called dad. And meanwhile, she's seeing the habit. And she remember when her dad said, you know, I'm put you in a comic and you go on this hoeing. Finds out her dad died. And I guess she got she found a change of heart or something. Cause she's staring at it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it was a choice but Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll just say she had a change of heart. Mm-hmm. So meanwhile. Jessica Alba shows up. Oh, where's Machete? You see Machete? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> they ain't even running away. They're like, oh, fuck all that. You know, you got to find, because they realize they found loose style. Like, you know, I'm trying to find Machete, you know, because they they killed Padre. They killed Luz. And blah, they like, whatever. Shut up. <laughs> they look at like, yeah. shut up. And then she wanted to get this whole Malcolm X speech. We didn't land on the border. The border landed on us. <laughs> and like, you don't shut your dumb ass up. Yeah, you, you was a snitch just just a week ago. What's up, man? Can't you snuggled up with Machete one time. He's like, <laughs> yeah, the law, the law, but what's right is right. And we got to fight for our rights and all that. She's throwing up a fist. I'm like, this is, this is like appropriation. <laughs> Machete laid the pipe down, man. So, you know, she thinking. He different. didn't even lay the pipe down. He just laid next to her snuggled. Yeah, she changed the whole thought process. <laughs> In her mind, he laid the pipe down. Mm-hmm. All she missed was some chocolates on. And then who showing up? Steve go. I seem like the type. It's the type of woman you like. What type is that? Dead. 
and she just go with him, get kidnapped. No fighting. Yep. Oh, hey, let me let me hold your hand, pull you down before I kidnap you. <laughs> Machete show up. Where's Luce? She gone, Holmes. She going? She said you need to fight for it. I don't fight. But we need you, man. You know, like, what's this we? Yeah, I know I'm like that. You know, I'm adopted. Yeah, no shit. But we all part of the team. Like, we all to fight together. And, you know, Vaughn and everything like that, they, they got a call. They said they got your woman. What you going to do? Lead us. Like, you got guns? See? Machine guns? A bumpers? They have bombs. Like, where they getting all this shit at? What is in the hood? Yeah, that's a good I mean, question. I live, in, I live in Texas where you can get AR-15 and you can take an axe into Walmart because it's a thing like if the as long as the weapon like a certain length, you can basically bring a damn broadsword <laughs> in stores and they can't do anything. Yes, that's a thing in Texas. If I wanted to pretend I was in Demon Souls, I could. I could go to Target <laughs> right now <laughs> and, and have an axe and they couldn't say shit. It's open carry. It's the law. <laughs> I haven't seen anybody do that. I'm surprised. And I wouldn't do that because I'm the wrong color to be trying to tell It's the law. Hmm. So, excuse me. We got a, a black man with a katana and Al 6. The time on he blade. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker, you out your damn mind? Yeah, no, I'm not <laughs> taking that chance. So, anyway, they arming up and Machete got. Danny machine work. This man, his his machines are getting longer and longer as the movie goes. You notice that shit too? <laughs> it's a sword. This man got a sword and like a broomstick. <laughs> and they arming up and they are ready they ready for war. And they riding out like 12 deep with the low riders. One got like a she's like a base, you know where they um have the when they do the pitching practice. Yeah, the practice fence had one of those on the front of a car. It's lit. It's like one, one you know tilted forward, one tilted backwards. Like yes, this is stereotypical Chicano roll, and Rodriguez can do this. They rolling in style, no cops at all. Nobody like reporting all this. No law. I, mean, I guess it, I guess it is Texas. They don't say what part of Texas. Yeah, you know they probably was eating donuts or something. Yeah, they probably San Antonio. They just rolling down the street, just chilling. And meanwhile, Vaughn is pissed. He calls Senator, like, oh, we're going to get in here, bro, and one last showdown. And he's like, no, that ain't how it works. It's like, you lied to us. You out there hiring people to make, make us look stupid. See, Vaughn is a true believer. Like, my dad did not lose his life at the Alamo. He's insane. Be fooled out. Like, you've been out of, you've been out of the desert too much, amigo. It's like, no. <laughs> Vaughn is one of the proud boys. Like, he's a true believer. Like, I'm here for the revolution. And he didn't realize that he being used by Connors. This is really Trump and the Proud Boys. That's why all these people now talking about you don't vote for Trump. I ain't voting for you. That's what's happening in Georgia now. <laughs> Georgia Senate talking about, nah, fuck all that. I'm voting for Democrats. You ain't help out our homie, so we ain't voting for you. Ain't that a bitch? Uh, it's funny though. So anyway, they arming up and they going to they going to murder a state senator on national TV. Oh yeah, oh they got the video cameras rolling and everything. If anybody was wondering what those people were trying to go and do to Gretchen Whitmer, watch this movie because that's what they were going to try to do. Oh, we was going to kidnap her, just talk to her. 
Oh yeah, this is a good. Oh, perfect example of what it was going to happen. They was going to burn her for a witch for, for daring to support black people. They going to burn her at the damn stake. People are insane, and so is Don Johnson. This movie don't let it because it's Don Johnson that just let that shit slide. So they, they he like uh, I was a traitor to my race and to the cause. Y'all crazy? Y'all batshit insane? <laughs> no, he kind of snapped, and they about to shoot him. And did you realize how they pointing the guns at him? No. They each was surrounding him like a four-point star. They was going to shoot each other. Oh, wow. They was all across like it was somewhere north, south, east, west. All pointing their guns at Robert De Niro. And if, like, if the bullets go through De Niro, they hitting them. Yeah. Oh, they crazy. They, yeah, military tactics. They did not study them. So anyway, they about to shoot them. And somehow these low riders have... Rocket <laughs> seeker, rock, no, not just rocket. All these yeah, heat seeker, because one shoots straight across, blows up the fence, but barely. It's like that shit did not have explosion. The other one somehow flew up and blew up somebody in the tower. Yeah, I mean, and they they running out here, including the man. You know, the, the two cooks, the one cook tomorrow. Oh, I'm glad they're closing the border. He's like, um, then you come across the border. Yeah, I'm here now. Fuck them, close it. <laughs> oh, I'm here to roll like so much. My man said, I'm here, fuck all that. <laughs> yeah, I made it. I, I can't, they gotta earn it. I have heard that so I have used to get so many arts and art. Why can't they be like me? I I I did it the right way. I'm like, you did the white way. It ain't no right way. You gotta wait 10 years. Oh, you feel good because you had to wait 10 years, so they gotta wait 15. The damn hater. So that's how he was like. So they out there. So it's this good fight. There's people out here with pots and pans and guns and knives. They're all machine guns. They had a big old fight. Machete got his sword. Chopping folks down. The um the cooks are showing up there with shotguns. The nurses show up, pick the machine guns while the um doctors is helping. And Michelle Rodriguez shows up. Lord have mercy, but she looking nice. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was, was like, I see what Vin Diesel saw back in when he was filming Fast and Furious. Cause yeah. I'm like, good grief, she had to. Yeah, that was like she had an eye patch, like she was big boss. Yeah, I, that's all right. I I I use my eyes for us, baby. <laughs> we gonna still be gentlemen, like I said. Had the big ass machine gun, had the two pistols on the side, all black. He's like, how's your eye? What eye? And then they have they got machete hemmed up about to chop him with his own sword, and she shoots six people and not and don't hit him once. Yeah, but he flailing around like ah. Yeah, Hell, <laughs> she alive. And then who shows up? Lindsay Lohan also shows up in a nun habit and and dirty Harry's gun. And she <laughs> she did have a log ass gun. So meanwhile, this going on, and they they um. They rescue the senator. Oh, if you want to survive this, you're gonna to have to be Mexican. You know, you gotta save you from your old problem. You out here killing good old boys? Count me in. So he put on, he put on a sombrero and a hat, and he out here like he Yosemite Sam, <laughs> just gunning folks down like no problem. And he get hit by, he get hit by a car, driven by Lizzie Lohan. Oh, I sinned many times. I just want forgiveness, blah, blah, blah. Like, you killed my daddy. April? 
shoot some three times close range. In the name of my father, I forget the rest. Picks up a gun, shoots everyone else's guns out their hands, and the, their whole fight stops. You're right. That, that, white woman, that white woman was dead. Yeah, that ain't the way it go down. And meanwhile, you get the scene that you first saw in the trailer in Grindhouse. He takes the Gatling gun, put on a motorcycle. They're like, oh, kill that Mexican, that bean it right there. <laughs> takes the motorcycle, drives off a ramp, guns down like six people with this Gatling gun, lands, and it gets off the bike. I mean, what's supposed to happen? Stay on the bike! I mean, Michelle, like up close and personal. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, because that's right. He got the final fight. Steven Skull shows up. The $6 million man music shows up. Oh, you never knew how to stay down, Puneta. Guess I have to show you. And before, right before they had the fight, Don Johnson dies because he's trying to run away in the Jeep. Michelle Rodriguez pops up, shoots him. <laughs> all screen, like all panel. All you see is blood. So meanwhile, Steven Skull out here, I don't know what outfit he got on. You know, his communist jumpsuit. It's a Steven Seagal special. That's all I'll say. It's like he, that man started like, yeah, let me dress like a, a, a I just, my movies. I just always envision him showing up to set, whatever he's going to wear on camera. And they like, oh, we got your wardrobe. No, I got my wardrobe on right now. Where'd you, I'm trying to find out where you buy shit like that. <laughs> no, that's unlimited. That man had, that man was just like a Bond villain. He is like, oh, <laughs> Then he out here talking shit like, you know, I don't know how to stay down, Puneta. Guess how to do it. Looking at Jessica, Jessica Alba. You got something to say? She, um, gag. Cuss gag. Now you got something to say? Back the fuck up and watch. Oh, I, he is, you know, he's just enjoying himself. He's like, all right, come on, Puneta. Adelante. Pull out the two swords. They about fighting. He talking shit the whole time. We used to be federales, carnal. Remember? You know, we used to get the bad guys. You chose the honor. I chose the money. Now I'm the bad guy. Come on, put that thing. Come on. They out here having a sword fight. And Steve Segal ain't losing no sword fight. Absolutely not. And they made sure to make they made sure to show that too. Mm-hmm. He out here put up talking trash. He's like, oh, you need to, you to get all the bad guys. I'm putting that. Now I'm the bad guy. You gonna kill me? He disarms machete. Judo throws him. Look at your machete now, cabron. See, he was showboating. He was stunning. And like, oh, they're gonna kill him. No, he's not. He's machete. And then he stabs him. And normally, like, oh, he stabs him. I saw the movie and he died. Nope. It's the guy, like, I think I would give you about couple of more 16 bars before I die. <laughs> you think you can kill me? I can kill you easily, Puneta. This this won't kill me. This ain't shit. Get him a middle finger. But he point at this. But all I know is I kill you. You'll be waiting for me in hell. <laughs> so I'm gonna kill myself. I'm like, oh my Steve's gonna have to write this in the script where he's like, oh Robert Rodriguez just knew this would be for his ego. Cause this whole thing is like, yeah, you stabbed me. I can still kill you. Yeah, this ain't gonna kill you. You'll, you'll just be waiting for me here, like you know, like in under C2. You call this getting shot. This ain't getting shot. He real like he refused to take an L. That's that's <laughs> the thing Steve Seagal and Van Dam. Van Dam don't mind getting his ass beat on camera. Seagal like, nah, fuck all that. 
People that say people that people did not pay fifteen out to see me get beat up. That man like Hulk Hogan in yeah, the eighties. It's it's Hulk's it, lose, no way, brother. <laughs> it's interesting with Steven Seagal because he just yeah, yeah ego maniac. Yeah. Him and Vin Diesel. I, I think he may have Vin Diesel beat. Oh. Vin, he does because Vin Diesel is more successful than Seagal. Vin yeah. Diesel is like justified. Seagal never was justified. <laughs> never. He I just faked it. He just faked it to make it. But it was never like, all right, this man an asshole. But all right, no. It was just kind of like we did it in spite of him. So anyway, he twists the blade and move it around and kills himself. And then, you know, they are raising their arms up, raising the swords up. Even Lindsay Lohan and Michelle Rodriguez by herself and just got with a black power fist. <laughs> Good Lord, this was pissing me off so much. I, I remember even frowning when I first saw that. I was like, what's she doing? <laughs> Somebody finally watched Roots for the first time. And all of a sudden, they're getting cornrows and they want to join the NWACP. Like, they go overboard. You can't trust her. She'll tell you she's a white woman uh, next week. And Robert De Niro, wait till everybody sleep. And then even though he got shot with a Magnum 357 at close range three times, the vest stopped him. He's like, oh, I'm alive. I get to escape. Trying to escape. And he get run down by, the, by Vaughn's partner. Get shot, grabbing the electric offense. Oh, you don't speak English, do you? Welcome to America. Shaheed. Can't you? Shaheed, I'm going to ask you a very serious question. And I need a very serious answer. You you are a doctor. What the uh-huh. fuck was that coming out of Robert De Niro's mouth? Because it damn sure won't blood. It was some black goo. No, that was just your contrast and your TV. That was that was dark arterial blood. Oh, okay. I like I I almost went into my coloring to change it. Cause I was like, why the fuck does that shit look black? It was real dark. Cause it was from the it was from the soul. That's the, that's the, <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> don't worry about it oh all right so so anyway he he smiled he's like yeah i went out like i'm supposed to uh, yeah I, I guess i'll yeah, say he was smiling was... like shit i went out like all the shit i was you know putting out mm-hmm. there. yeah like all the people i was putting out that's how i go out Eight irony of bitch mm-hmm. so meanwhile you know machete got his papers he ride around and then he gets stopped I just got out, but it's like, oh, pulling me over. And she out here dressed like she's about to go on the block. So, where'd she get that police car from? She stole it. And she dressed like that for what? Them yams, about, about, to, them yams about to get hit. Them yams are going. She, know, she didn't know that when Machete said no. Listen. She got yammed up for nothing because he was like, you know, I got your papers. You go where you want. Like, I don't need that. He's like, oh, so where are you going? Everywhere. I'll go with you. Man, they kiss. It's the most awkward looking kiss. They oh, go no, on. No, no, and no. she riding with his friend. Yeah, they driving now. Like, you know y'all getting pulled over the first time y'all see a police officer driving like that, right? And they go pull so, out the hammers, too. Like, get the fuck back. Kidnap this white woman. <laughs> yes, I am white. I don't know who he is. <laughs> my name, my name's Sally Rivers. Maybe <laughs> Shady gonna be looking like uh Michael Bex was with him. <laughs> Old boy got caught up with the police. Santana Rivera going right out the window. So, and then the credits play. And that is Machete. 
Boom, 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 boom. Uh, I love this movie. Uh, it's it's a uh, it. I hate that they did a sequel and didn't do it as good as the first one. And I guess it's hard. You know how sequels are. Um, there were plans to do a third one, Machete in Outer Space. <laughs> they still might. It's some old. Y'all been asking. It's like Robert Rodriguez is a busy man. You know he was busy doing Battle Age Alita and stuff like that. It's like, and it's a funny thing. The reason why he didn't direct Predators is because he was directing Machete at the same time. They was like at the same set. Oh, okay. So it was like, yeah, he had somebody else direct while he produced it, while he was directing this. He was a busy man in that time. Yeah, like Robert, he can stay busy. Like, you know, he might have... um, more free time because he's not doing Lucha Underground anymore. But like, yeah, Robert Rodriguez, you know, started a network that basically puts on all the stuff that people like us watch. El Rey. El Rey. I love that shit. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of like, you know, like I said, he's cool. He's cool. He ain't no trial like y'all Uncle Quentin. Nah, you know, you know. me nigger anytime. <laughs> Quentin is an acquired taste at this point. Uh, like I said, we will definitely do some movies, but no. I'm not rushing to do any of them. Quentin, I'll say this. Quentin Tarantino is a genius. I have never watched a Rob Rodriguez movie and felt uncomfortable as a black man. I cannot say the same about watching Quentin Tarantino movies. Maybe it's because Rob Rodriguez has more respect for that being a minority himself. Maybe he realized he yeah, don't have to do that. He stays probably. in his lane like, I'm going to make jokes, I'm going to make Mexican jokes. And I'll be all right. You can't say anything. Like, I ain't going to try to be nothing I am. And I don't know. Like, he seemed like the type was, he knows, he seemed like the type is, he knows what he's good at. And he does that. Because it's either grindhouse movies or kid movies. Oh, yeah. He knows his wheelhouse. He ain't, he ain't. It's funny, like, the man that does, the man that does, yeah. It's funny, like, the man that does Shark Boy and Lava Girl and Spy Kids also did from Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, that yeah that, that's it. That's a <laughs> that's a hell of a uh, jump. <laughs> kids movie, but same thing. Yeah, kids movie that, but the same thing. Like George Miller did the Mad Max movies. They did um, Babe. My only issue with Quentin is I feel like when those conversations comes up about uh, you know the use of the N word, I've never seen him once say maybe you're right. It's always excuses. Well, it was the time period. That's why you had, you know, in Django, they were saying it, it was being no, used. No, it, no. It, you know what you always say? Samuel Jackson say it's fine, so it's oh, fine. Of course. Yeah, you but that, that, oh, I got a black, that's what he do. I got a black friend, so Spike Lee need to shut the fuck up. That's what he does. He don't, he don't say time frame. Oh, no. He no. He, I, I watched the interview with him recently, and it was an older interview on YouTube about Django, and that's what he was, that was his, what he was laying his hat on. The time period. I mean, what well, that Django was fine because I actually fit, and I doubt people complain about that. I Pulp Fiction is the one that's like he just blatant with it. Yeah, the, um, like, you can't blame time frame on that. It's like, like no, he and he's the only one doing. It. Like Tim Roth ain't doing it. Harvey Cartel ain't doing it. Oh, what did? Oh no, 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 no! I remember when he uh, he tried to use uh, was the Godfather. He tried to use something like I think it was the Godfather. Or something he said nobody beats up. Um, you know oh, how the Godfather do? Yes, they do. Well, his out of his mouth, 
Uh-huh. You know, he said he he sees it in other, but he's the one getting bashed. Well, you are very aggressive with that word, don't you think? Yeah. Like you, it's like you don't you the director. Like it's different, I'm sure. And also the time frame fit for the Godfather too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you know how Italians are. It's like we we all saw Jungle Fever. And that was they was acting like they act like that now, and they was acting like that in the eighties. You know, damn sure they act like that in the forties. Because it's funny, people bring up the whole thing about the drugs. They forget all about Sonny Corleone, like you know, niggas out there with them gamblers, they're eyeing them Cadillacs, mm-hmm. living a good old life. Uh, James Conn wasn't even Italian. Good God! <laughs> people, people forget that. I, I didn't even realize that I was like you know, I just oh maybe it's like Conn short for Castagnoli and like no he Conn. Out here faking it. So I I have something very interesting I've been wanting to talk about, and that is the movie Jinjitsu that I watched last week with mm-hmm. Nicolas Cage. That movie surprised the fuck out of me. Like I knew going into it, this is gonna be some silly shit. I didn't know the action of the movie was gonna be so good, and I didn't know how just fun the movie was going to be and I'm telling anybody hey if you want to rent it I say rent it and watch it uh, if you got the money or if you want you know just want to watch something to kill an hour or two it's fun the movie is just fun and Nicholas Cage yes he is hamming it up all the way until the end until you don't see him anymore he is Nicholas Cage <laughs> well, he, know, he knows exactly what people want from him and he plays into it. It's the same way like Keanu Reeves. It's kind of like there's that's why they work. It's they're self-aware. And Schwarzenegger is the same way. It's like you're self-aware. And I'm it's funny, like, you know what I finally saw for the first time? What's that? National Treasure. Oh, yeah, they're really good movies. Yeah. I had never seen it. Like I it popped up here and I'm like, I want to watch from the beginning. I watched. I'm like, it's a good movie. Like Nicolas Cage, Diane Kruger, the guy from the hangover that never get played, Justin Bartha. You know, of course, you got Sean Bean. Like he always awesome villain. Like he just like a swoop. and like it's it's a fun adventure movie. Yeah, still in the Declaration of Independence. Yeah. It's like it's basically kind of like Uncharted. I actually like the sequel too. It wasn't as good as the I, first one, but I like the sequel. Yeah, and that's like they talking about doing another one. They should. They should. Like those movies are fun. People like Nicolas Cage, so why not? So I'm gonna check this just because I got some time off. So speaking of people that self aware. So we know Mortal Kombat, like Mortal Kombat and NetherRealm Studios, like we love our fans. We're going to get people what they want. In Mortal Kombat 11, they had the downloadable characters. And oh, they did not mess around because it's like we're going to bring back Kerry Tagawa to be Shang Tsung because y'all liked him from the movies and have his voice. We're going to bring back the other people from the movies Lyndon Ashby, Bridget Wilson. And Chris, okay, <laughs> what has happened to Christopher Lambert's voice? Ha, 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 what do you mean? <laughs> Why did you betray our realm? That man talking like he's been smoking cigarettes since Mortal Kombat got filmed in now. That, he is raspy as hell. He's like, gotten older. I just saw a, a video of him recently. So you could tell, you know, yeah, I guess his voice is changing. Maybe he is a smoker or something like that because they were asking him why he didn't do the sequel. <laughs> All right, right. How are you fighting Shane Chung? Wait. That shit is gravity. His voice was gravity to begin with. Yeah, it was that already. 
sound that bad. Now. Sound like he got like somebody turned the um, the bass off. It's all trouble. So quick thing: if you ever wonder why he didn't do this sequel, sequel his answer: the script wasn't any good. <laughs> He's right. <laughs> And that's he how he left it. He didn't even say anything after that. He's a descriptor with any good. They didn't have to. Yeah, that's Paul Anderson said his one of his biggest regret was not doing a sequel. He was like, I got in good the I'll leave in good hands. I'm busy doing event horizon. And then he saw having a sequel and he was mad. He's like, fuck, they ruined it. <laughs> and it's funny, like they know enough people like that movie, they bring back the voices. It's kind of like, um, they shouldn't have got Ronda Rousey. For Sonya, like that, that, I know it's like she was famous or anything like that. I'm like, just because you're famous, don't mean you're a good voice actor. Remember, people wanted her to be Captain Marvel, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, because she can fight and she's blind. Yeah, I seen, I seen the Expendables, I seen, <laughs> I seen Hero Seven, and I'm like, she's all right in small doses. Carrying a movie, like she has charisma, it just doesn't translate. Carrying a movie, no. No, they don't translate that way. I remember people used to say they want Triple H to be Thor. So yeah, that's funny in hindsight. So they have that. They bring Terminator in there, and I've heard different stories. Like Schwarzenegger said, either he was busy doing something else, or he don't like doing real violent movies. I think it might be lean more toward the former, considering he did the voice for Predator. Yeah, and so they do that. Bring, bring RoboCop. Have Peter Weller do the voice. How they convince him? I wonder how that conversation is. Hey, Peter Weller, uh, quick question. Back off. Because <laughs> I just think of Peter Weller just like, you know, grouchy old. Peter Weller from like Sons of Anarchy and that second Star Trek movie. Get the fuck out of here. Like, I'm about a video game. Are you crazy? And that has spawned and have Keith David, like Keith David just eating up, just eating up scenery. So you have all these characters in here. They like, you know what? We're gonna have Rambo. And we're gonna have Sylvester Stallone himself. And I saw that and I was like, all right, they got Rambo. They're gonna have Stallone. And it's Stallone voice. And I was like, Yeah, you guys could be. You know Shy, you know I could tell. You know but you know what's hilarious? You know how they have the intro before they start the fights. <laughs> yeah. Rambo's is the funniest because he basically like, You got six arms? <laughs> He's saying what he's saying what a person who don't play video games would yeah. say. So what's the Shirara you about? <laughs> so why are you like why are you a suck? Why are you all these metal parts? I swear he they, <laughs> it's like I lost him in the line of duty. Should have put you out your misery. They probably gave him uh, some scripts and he was like, nah, I'll just wing it. <laughs> Whatever I think oh, I'll just say. That shit is hilarious. Cause this is basically talking about somebody like he's basically like, the fuck is all this weird stuff? All right. He's like, oh, you can control ice? Now freeze to death. All right, come try it. <laughs> see Shao Kahn. Damn, you're big. He's like, oh, it feel, that, that fills you with dread? Yeah, but don't judge me on it. Like, they play off his movies. It's, it's, just, it's just hilarious. And they be having, like, long lines, and he just get his little one-liner to everybody. All right. <laughs> Future machines are in charge. Y'all terminated. <laughs> at this point, at this point, if 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 they wanted to, Mortal Kombat could just be a guest, like just guest appearance in a game. 
when they just have like characters on movies, I, TV. That's what they've been doing. It started with like Mortal Kombat 10, where it's like we had um the Predator, Alien, Freddy Krueger, Leatherface, Jason Voorhees, yeah. and no, nine had Kratos. And I remember that one. Then 10 is like we had all these guest people, like, oh, this wild. But this one's kind of like takes it's not just the fact they just had guest characters, they had the voices. Yeah, and man. they talk about stuff that happened from like their movies and TVs. Like Johnny Cage, like, you sure you wasn't a movie? I don't know what you talking about. <laughs> but, and it's funny that they got Stallone, and Stallone just seemed like he's just kind of like, what's all this weird shit going on? Cut the chat. <laughs> Cut the no, chat. he not doing it like lazily. No, no, he not it's, doing it lazy, but just like, I because it's like it's just. I'm the granddad, like, what's Wi-Fi? Yeah. Like, that's how they treating Rambo. Like, what is this new shit going on? Yeah. He's like, all right, he got his knife. Exactly. <laughs> it's fun. It's definitely uh fun. I've I've got to play a little bit of it um since getting the PS5, but I've been so enthralled in all the other games that I haven't gotten a chance to sit with it. And let me tell you something. PlayStation, you know what? Y'all some real assholes. Now I can say what I feel now that I got it. How y'all gonna give us this small gigabytes and you barely put like what four or five games on it and then everybody? Oh, what's wrong, Mister Digital Man? <laughs> no, that's even for people who got uh the disc too. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, 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 no. Because keep in mind, if you have, I have the disc version. How many? It's only what five PS five games out now, right now. So. It's only so much space. So basically, you got Assassin's Creed, Demon Souls, Spider Man, Miles Morales. That doesn't take up a lot of space, though. Yeah. And what else? Okay. See, that's the whole thing. You don't play um, 2K. So I think 2K takes up almost 100 and something. <laughs> then what? Then. Then. Yes. Mm-hmm. Then Mortal Kombat takes up almost 100 and something because it's the. No, it's, no, no. Uh uh-uh. uh. It would do that. Here's the thing. If you all my PS4 games on my external drive. I got I, okay. I have that too. I have that on my external. But remember, I the only um PS4 games I have downloaded right now on the PS5 is more is uh Metal Gear Solid and something else. Maybe straight in Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. I only got those two games on it right now. Everything else is on external hard drive. But I'm just saying, come on, bruh. I ain't the only one going through this. Digital the future. You got them discs. You stuck in donate. Man, fuck Man, that. You go. They could at least can't. You going to have one more game. Then also you got like, oh, I got Yeah, because I already heard. I got like 100 and, 150-something left. And I already heard that uh, Cyberpunk is like 100. It's 73 star. And then once you do the first day patch, it's like 100. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> That's why I play one game at a time. You don't have that problem. So, yeah, I have a PS5. And I've got it hooked up because I got a 4K projector. After having some issues with wiring, I finally got it set up. And, you know, what's funny. Like, first I tried, like, I played Miles Morales first. Looks beautiful. I haven't decided if I want to play performance mode or fidelity mode. Because performance mode is 60 frames per second. And I got the feeling like if I start playing 60 frames, I don't want to go back. So I've been doing the fidelity mode, see how I look. 
looks great. Uh-huh. But it wasn't until I put God of War 4, like the newest God of War on PS5, I damn near cried. That game looks so beautiful on a PS5. On a big screen. That thing looked... That's why I put the picture up. That thing looked... Like, it looked good on PS4. It looked gorgeous on PS5. Damn, you got me like want to download it just to see. Amazing. And I'm sitting here like... I remember playing the first God of War thinking like how great <laughs> the graphics were. And it is like that long. Like, we come a long way. Like, I'm old enough where I remember playing Atari and Nintendo. And, like, you get to, like, playing Street Fighter 2. It's like, wow, that was great. I'm playing God of War. You can see sweat coming off people's foreheads. Like, they got... I'm playing Spider-Man. Like, Miles Morales' hairline was looking better than mine. When I used to have hair. <laughs> that shit looking sharp. And I'm like... Wow, look how far we've gone. Like it just looked beautiful. It plays well. Um, this whole you gotta be careful, you leave it on rest mode. I'm like, did y'all not check that? Cause I was I for some reason I looked online and for some reason like, oh, look on rest mode, you might shut your, it might break. And I'm like, what? So, funny story about that. So I didn't get my first crash until I had started playing Call of Duty. And I just chucked it up as, oh, you know, something happened. So I didn't play it for like 15, 30 minutes, got back on it, and it happened again. I'm like, oh, shit. Then I got on YouTube and I saw the whole thing about rest mode. I was like, oh, let me take this shit. <laughs> let me just, so I haven't had a problem since. And this was like that first week, of, first couple of days of having it. So I haven't had the problem anymore. But uh, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just hey, listen. Y'all know what y'all gonna get when you get it the first the first ones that's coming out. So don't act like it's brand new. Yeah, I haven't had any issues because I had to keep on wrestling to download stuff because I was um because I bought the regular I brought Miles Morales. I didn't buy the Ultimate Edition because for whatever reason Amazon wouldn't let me order it, so I just ordered a regular one. But if you pay twenty dollars with the regular one, you get this upgrade. But I have slow ass internet, so it took me a, a damn day to download fifty gigabytes. That shit was a yeah. I had to leave it on my smoke to do that. So, and I played Spider Man Remastered, and it's weird because it's like it looks it looks better. Peter Parker looks weird, looking different. Like you know, he looked yeah. like he like Miles age now before he looked like he was older. It's it's still it's just weird because like you play if you play Spider Man, Miles Morales kind of same powers like a little different. Except for you can tell Miles Morales is black. That music, that music is different. Like everything, like yeah, he in the hood. He ain't up in here in Manhattan. Yeah, he fucking around in Harlem. Uh, yeah, it's God. That movie, the, the game is so good, and I can't wait because supposedly I'm just seeing the videos on YouTube. Cyberpunk looks amazing, and it's not even up. They have it. You know, you can play it on PS5, but the PS5 version won't be out till next year. You you know when you know the first game is gonna be like oh yeah, like when the new God of War comes out. 2020. Yeah, yeah. Sony know how to use their stuff. And like, I remember when God of War came out, and I'm like, I thought Horizon was the most beautiful game I ever seen. Till God of War, I saw God of War like this, this like art, like that. That's still probably my favorite PlayStation 4 game, and probably one of my favorite games I ever played was God of War, because it's kind of like this feels like a. The first grown-up game, I guess this is going to be the whole games part. The first game I played where it felt like a grown-up game was Metal Gear Solid. Right. It was like, this feel like an adult game. That's the first time I played a game. I'm like, you know what? This feel like, uh, like for, even though it's some weird shit, like this is the first game feel like, you know what? 
I can show this to an adult and not feel embarrassed. They feel like it's something like grown-ups would make. This is what video games can do. God of War, because I haven't played The Last of Us yet, is like the first game where I feel like, you know what? This is art. This feel like a damn, like a, a pre- not just a movie, it's like a prestige movie. Because you got, because Kratos saying all like, I'm mad at the world and everything like that. He grown, he, you know, remorse and trying to raise a son that got anger issues. And I just laugh because he called him. Boy, boy, come to the boat, boy. Every five seconds, boy, put that down, boy. Like, did he? And the joke was, did he? Did they not give him a name while he was filming that? Because <laughs> people would ask, like, why he just calling boy? Like, no, he just emotionally distanced. And it was like they changed the voice because it used to be TK TC Carson from Living Single, and they changed. And he was like, I don't know why they changed the voice. So they're like. Yeah, he it's Kratos, but don't feel like Kratos. I feel like a grown Kratos. Like I love God of War, and I was mad because you got the tease at the end of the game. Thor show up with the hammer when you finally beat the game. It's like it's you know why it's funny because you used to like Asgard watching Thor movies. Like oh they assholes, they nice, and then you play God of War and they all dickheads. Like Thor sound, they treat Thor like he's just a monster. Like, yeah, I'm not my brother. I just want to come out here and do business. And then you see one of the sons come back all beat up. Like, oh, I went to Thor and he beat me half to death because I let my brother die. Like, damn. Why they got Thor out here like Ike Turner off screen? So, having said that, I'm basically, I've been enjoying my PS5. I'm trying, like, I'm basically playing a game at a time before I go to the next game. Because right. I have too many games. I have games for PS3. I haven't even played yet. Don't be a wild man like me. Don't. Kids out there. But I'm almost finished Miles Morales. So I. No. I'm going to. Right now, I'm, I'm finishing up Final Fantasy because I moved it over to the PS5. And I'm like, I don't want to not finish this game because I enjoy. Did you like Final. Did you play Final Fantasy 7 when it came out on PlayStation? Yeah. Like it? I want to say yes, but they all started running together. I feel like I did like it. I remember enjoying it. I remember like the hype was like more like the hype. Did the, I remember it was a weird ass game. I didn't realize how weird it was till like late. I'm like, yeah, they really had you cross dressing to yeah. sneak in a pimp's house. I say that because they I'm playing the remake and they basically like, you know, taking parts and expanding it. And I got to that same part. And let's just say things have gotten a lot more progressive than they were back when we first played it. Because oh, it's like man. the same thing. Like, you got to sneak in this crib. It's like, yo, you, know, you sure you want to Don? They basically like, you know, Don out here. I don't know you want to do that. He got some taste. You might not like it. They just scare him off. Like, he a monster. You still got to, you know, get a dress to sneak in. But you just don't get the dress. You got to convince a dude to give you a dress. And you know how you do that? A dance off. Yes, so it's a mini game where you got to press the buttons at the right time to do moves. So Cloud out here, like jamming. No, it's he like the he like a dude on the internet. I'm a badass incel. Like I obviously I do whatever you get my money. As soon as a girl gets some yams, huh? What? <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know about that. Like he's so off around women and he cool around everything else. So he's like, I'm dancing. What you talking about? They all flirt. So you got to hit the buttons. You dance with this effeminate dude and he doing the moves and he vibing and like that. And then at the end, the guy's like, you know what? True beauty comes from within. 
and embracing yourself. It has nothing to do with gender roles. Don't let anybody make you afraid of who you really are. And I was like, wow. Hearing that from a video game, because I'm like, that scene could have went real sideways. Mm-hmm. And hearing that message from a Japanese video game, I'm like, we could learn a lot. We could. I'm like, wow, that really hit. And I was like, I remember playing a lot different when I played on PlayStation. So he get glammed up, he got the makeup on, they look at him like, damn, clown, you a bad bitch. <laughs> <laughs> they got him, and they look at him, not playing it for last, like, wow. And he all like, you know, don't look at me. I'm just here to do the mission and just anything like that. Like, he finally warmed up to him. I'm like, it's funny how with technology come with maturity. Because I think about how they do it with that. And then I compare it to like, Call of Duty, press X to pay respects. Man, let me tell you something. I don't do none of that shit. Get out of here. I remember playing Modern Warfare, and I remember the scene, the um, the airport scene. Yeah. And I didn't realize, you know, you don't have to shoot your gun. You don't. No, you don't. It's been so long since I played it. When they start gunning down people, I was like, I ain't doing this shit. <laughs> Y'all can do it. And it just felt weird because it's like they put a disclaimer right now. What are they talking about? And you just in there like you undercover and they just start gunning out people in the airport. I was like, nah, I ain't shooting nobody. And I like how they give you the option, but I was like, I wonder how many people are like, yeah, fuck it. I'm undercover. I'm just going, I'm just gunning down teenagers, you know, because I'm supposed to. Um and go oh, again, yeah, my bad. And I just wonder, like, it's, I remember that, like, Call of Duty is kind of real weird. It's like, it seems like it's just old macho American nonsense. But every now and then they have you put in stuff where it's kind of like, you don't have to go with the flow. You don't got to be a murderer if you don't want to. And that's why I always kind of like, you know, I don't, it's certain games, game genres I don't play. Like, it's a reason I don't do Grand Theft Auto anymore. It's like, no, I don't want to run over prostitutes. No, I don't want to like. I don't want to be a drug dealer or be a crime boss. Like I'll rob a bank. I'll steal a car. That's fine. Just beating up somebody just to beat up. I'm like, I'm old. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can understand that. I think I um. Uh... I think I I still play Grand Theft Auto. Well, I haven't played it in a while, but what I'm saying is I think I enjoyed it more when I was younger, and there's a reason for that. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, Vice City was the last one I played and enjoyed. I never played San Andreas, and then by the time I tried to play, I'm like, this shit too old. I brought Grand Theft Auto 4. I'm like, why is it so hard to drive? I'm like, this game is... I tried driving around a car. I'm like, no, it's too much work. Fuck it. And then play it again. I got Grand Theft Auto 5, and the first time I went to Trevor, I'm like, nope. I'm out. <laughs> Trevor Wiley. <laughs> I'm out, because the black dude's like, shit, I'm just trying to get by, blah, blah, blah. The other dude got a midlife crisis. Yeah. Like, I, I'm I, and I got the Trevor. I'm like, he just meth-head white Trevor. I'm like, I can't do this no more. Grand Theft Auto 6 would have to be looked at. Like, if it's more sophisticated... Then I may, you know, give it another, you know, another chance, especially on a new console. I want to give it a chance. Grand Theft Auto Six, we ain't getting that to the PlayStation Six. Jesus, you might be right because <laughs> they, they milking. milking Grand Theft yeah, Auto they milking. For how long? And I think the only reason they milking it now is because of how big the online community is now. So 
Yeah. The Clay Davis thing. If this motherfucker's just giving away money, I'm, I'm taking that shit. <laughs> Yeah, that's what they they keep complaining some more. They just keep milking in the milk. I'm like, y'all keep paying for it. Yeah, oh, y'all keep getting fifty dollars here, twenty dollars there. Y'all stop. It's like it's like, oh, you want a new game? Here go Red Dead too. Damn. Leave you, leave me alone. So I'm just looking forward to a new game. Like I'm looking forward to Mass Effect Remastered because I never played Mass Effect One. Mass Effect 2 was the first one I played. One of my favorite games. Like, I love Mass Effect 2. Mass Effect 3, I'm mad because it looks better, it plays better, the story's worse. And it always, and it's, it's funny, like, you would think they're not even on the same side. Like, you look at Mass Effect 2, you look at Mass, Mass Effect 3, you would not think they were both on, like, PlayStation 3. Like Mass Effect Three is way better than Two, but Mass Effect Two is just more enjoyable. The story more enjoyable. Mass Effect Andromeda, fuck that game. <laughs> I tried, like I was like, cause I love Mass Effect, and I heard it, so I was like, well, maybe they fixed it. I tried, but I'm like, this shit is boring. I played like four or five hours and just chucked that shit out my PlayStation. Get the shit out of here. Yeah, basically, it's like some games. It's like if I don't warm up in the beginning, it took me a while to get back into it. Like that's why I did Bioshock. Like, I played Bioshock Infinite, like the third one, and that was fun. First two, nope. Not like this shit boring. Nope. Toss it out. Certain games like that. Like, if it don't, if it don't catch me in the beginning, like Resident Evil 6, nope. It made it too hard to play. Like, if you're making it too hard to play or you don't grab me in in the beginning, I'm not giving you a chance to so play other stuff. Like, Uncharted, first time I played that game, I'm like, I'm all in. It's like Indiana Jones. Hey, that's what I meant to ask you. Um, and we can close out with games with this. N- Neo, Nio. Yeah. Did you get a free upgrade with that? I haven't. I haven't checked and see. Okay. I'm. I'm waiting because they do. I didn't. I was going to buy part two till I heard they bringing out the the remaster collection, both one and two on PlayStation Five in like March. So now I'm just going to. Oh, get it I okay. I got you. Got so you. I'm gonna, I'm going to do that. I love part one. Cause I'm that's one of the games I'm most proud of because I had to learn to get good at that game. Okay, that I see that. They coming out with the uh, the remaster one in February. Got you. All right. So that's that's why I because I was gonna get part two and then I was like I wanted to finish something else and then, I, then it went on sale and then it was like they had a remastered version. So I'm like I could wait. I could find stuff playing in the meantime because I basically got a plenty. That's the thing. I could play most of my PS4 games on my PS5 and just get the upgrade. So. Yeah. I can maybe I finally played The Last of Us, which I, I it's funny. I brought on PlayStation 3, they brought the remastered version on PlayStation 4, and still haven't played either one of them yet. You should definitely play the first one at least. I will. The second one is just, I, I ain't gonna say I regret playing it, just so <laughs> fucking depressing, bro. So I heard, yeah. I um, so oh, and before I, I tell y'all what the movie we're doing next week, so I've started The Born Supremacy, I've gone through the trilogy. I'm enjoying it so far. I'm on the second movie. Uh, and what I can say is that I slept on the first movie. I really did. It was really a good movie. Better than I thought it was going to be. And Matt Damon actually had hands in it. So I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. The second one. Okay. Does he, does he have hands? Yes. He has hands. The second one, they're doing some shaky cam stuff. 
with the fighting that I noticed on the last scene I just watched. Greengrass start doing that. He's because he's starting the second one and he does it for the third one. It's like he started that shaky cam shit. Why do you think WWE start doing that nonsense? Yeah, so on Raw they start doing that. Oh, the room's shaking the shields out. The story is okay, but I'm not into the scene so far right now because I'm just like. The cameras is getting on my nerves now, and I'm just like, okay. So the first one probably had the best fight scenes. Here's my thing. I've never seen the first one. I went to the movie theater to see the second one. It fell asleep. I can see why. The third one I saw and actually enjoyed. Um, even though it's weird, like if you see the first two, how you don't see the third one. Um, the one with Jeremy Renner, I think I've seen half of it, and I haven't seen the, the last one. And I always thought this movie was overrated. Um, me watching them now, yeah, I can see people overhyping it, but me just enjoying it because I don't, I like, I don't have to listen to nobody say anything about it, or I didn't look or anything. They find movies for me to watch, you know. Time passing by, so yeah, they're cool. Oh, uh, so next week, get ready, boys and girls, because we're going to do a movie that. Many have asked for. Well, no, we 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 started our Marvel movies. We did Blade. So uh-huh. Next week we doing Spider Man. I was hoping you say that. <laughs> Talk about the, the, the OG Spider Man, right? Yeah, uh, Tobey Maguire. You know, I'm something of a scientist myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I it's funny because they've been rerunning the Spider Mans, all three of them recently. I forgot how much I enjoy them. Yeah, me too. Especially the first one. I just like Willem Dafoe was just out there just eating up scenes. Like I just love him so much in that movie. He's just talking it, just out here sticking his finger to Thanksgiving food. <laughs> and it looks like he's about to stab out May with the knife when she smacked his hand. Oh, he's wild in that movie. Uh it, just his interaction with him and Harry. Oh, yes. It's just oh, you think she likes you. Look at her. <laughs> You think she likes you because of your personality? Yeah, she's beautiful. Your mother was beautiful. You're sniffing around your bank account. Babe, oh, my goodness. A word of advice to not so wise. Do what you will for her, then broom her fast. I was like, damn. He was. And you know what's weird about it? He's an asshole, but it's all after the accident. Yeah. So you don't realize like how much like he might have been like a good but distant dad, but you don't see that much except for the beginning. But ever since then, it's like yeah, he was just after that, he was saying anything that he thought he was just saying it. Wow, man! <laughs> and yeah, Peter, Peter, sociopath. That's why I'm good seeing Spider Man. So we can talk about how much. No, Peter Parker, the villain that damn movie. <laughs> it ain't Norman. It ain't Harry. It's Peter Parker stalking Mary Jane. Ooh. Oh. That Yes. Basically, Dirty Mac and his friend. Mm -hmm. I don't know why Harry was the bad guy. Like, he gave Peter every chance in the world. I ain't going to do that. Yeah. And as soon as he sees his friend out there, you know Harry ain't shit, right? (laughs) (laughs) Basically. And then do all that. Finally get her. Oh, I'm, you know, I love, I'll always love you as a friend. friend. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. You've been chasing me this long, you creep. Yeah. And then you breaking a heart at the funeral. Oh, he's like, I'm doing it for the right. Yeah. 
Oh, Tom McGuire was an asshole and like I'm I'm teenage Peter Parker. Where my where my back brace at? Fuck Peter Parker. That's what I'm on on this first episode. first movie. Yeah, we all that. Uh, and Mary Jane was white trash. <sighs> I uh, mean, Daddy. Oh, I'm, I'm out here. I'm out here making the Broadway. Miss Watson, your register's <laughs> short. Oh, you're like a it's coming out your pay. Okay, Enrique. <laughs> <laughs> God, I was just yes, I I forgot how much I enjoy those movies. Cause like yeah, Mary Jane out here coming from a broken home, slinging burgers. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, like she had no plans post high school. Like I'm out here just trying to make ends meet, and Peter broke. <laughs> we'll get into that next week. We already know how you. Feel. <laughs> Don't get me started about. Peter Parker being broke. Yeah. Well, I'm like, at least they make it consistent. But no, um, are we doing all three of them? I mean, we don't have to do them back to back. Yeah, we might as well. We're going to delve into it. We might as well go on all of them. And then we can save the Marvel ones for later. Yeah, we do them next year whenever we get some or whatever. Um, yeah. So, yeah, next week, uh, Spider Man, I believe, is streaming on Hulu still. So. It's probably streaming on Stars because that's when I've been watching it. Yeah, yeah. Hulu stars. Hell, check Netflix. I don't know at this point. But I'm sure it's streaming in a lot of places that you can watch it. Um, until then, next week, we're going to get out of here. You want to follow Hell, me? And one more thing before we go, speaking of streaming. So, Patty Jenkins announced that Wonder Woman 84 will be the first movie on HBO Max that be, will be in 4K HDR and Dolby Atmos. Oh, for all the tech nerds. Yeah. yeah. So if you have a good system, a good sound, you will be able to enjoy Wonder Woman. And somebody put out a good thing. You won't be able to enjoy it if you got a PS5 because they don't got the HBO Now app yet. Maybe they'll have it by Christmas. Yeah, that's what I see a lot of people hoping for. Um, I don't know why this is a thing in 2020 where you don't got that shit worked out. By now, and you know when it's coming out, like you know. I, work out the I deal. I see the waves on Miles Morales' skull but you can't put a damn app on it? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> like, oh, maybe because it seemed like it shouldn't be that hard of a thing to do, but keep in it's mind. A lot of, it's a lot of bullshit with it because um, it happened with something with Roku. Roku couldn't get um, one of those apps. Oh, the HBO Max app. Roku couldn't get it because of some type of legal issues and they still trying to work it out. And I was just like, whatever. <laughs> I mean, some of them just got Apple finally just allowed Apple TV on non-Apple stuff. They're like, all right, fuck it. Yeah, sometimes you got to take the L. I think Ro- they said Roku was asking for too much of doing something. So I can remember reading. I can't remember everything. But Roku wanted too much. I don't know what that I'm meant. looking forward to that. I know because this is like the first, like, it's not even extra. If you got the app, you get to watch it. Yeah. And they find like, they basically said the whole thing is like, we doing this so people can get HBO Max. And I know Patty Jenkins like, I couldn't have waited till next year. I could have made money. Y'all better pay more. Well, she's like, I'm getting paid regardless. I wonder how that decision was made. Cause that's a big ass movie to release. It's either us or we either we gonna do it or Marvel gonna do it. Cause now Marvel looking like I this movie Marvel waiting. Cause they like we got shows. This this Mulan shit, you know. I don't know if no. we gonna do. I don't know if we can. You know what I'm saying? They might Black yeah, Widow. No. They ain't doing it. I think it depends on Wonder Woman. No, you know, all they got to do, that whole thing is a vaccine's out. They can wait out. Their whole thing is once the man, by the time the Mandalorian is done, we can throw on Scarlet Witch and we can do WandaVision 
And then by that time's done, we could do Falcon and Winter Soldier. And then by that time done, we can release Black Widow. They like we can distract them with the TV. And by the time people vaccinated, we can we can hold out till April or May. That may work they too. Make a choice. And Disney, there's the whole thing. HBO and Warner Brothers had that choice because what else they got? Like, um, yeah, Titans. <laughs> yeah, like uh, they don't have any shows. Like they was kind of like we need to get people to watch this now. We don't have anybody to distract them. Disney had an advantage. Like Disney had an advantage. Like oh, we can throw stuff on TV. We can wait it out. And because some people was like, you know what, we just releasing it on TV. Um, James Bond, like nope, fuck all that. We gonna keep moving it. King, the Kingsman prequel. How many times they moved that damn? Good movie? God, it's like the third time at this point. I keep forget. I, I remember when you asked me like, did it come out? Yeah, I'm like, I swore I would have saw it. I like, well, it's only come out like oh, two weeks ago. They're like, oh, you got moved. So I know 2021 gonna be busy as hell. Yeah. Um, Hollywood definitely gonna be trying to make that money back because uh, they took a hit this year. Definitely, it won't be, but people will get spoiled. Because I'm like, me personally, my we about to wrap up. My home setup is better than anything I can see in a movie theater. Like the screen isn't as big as theirs, but my screen is 120 inches. I got 4K. My surround, my sounds better than theirs. And you at and home? Can, <laughs> at home? Yeah, you I at home? Balls. I can eat whatever I want. So yeah, I was like. I ain't got no problem watching stuff at home. Tell me, would you pay $30? Hell yes, I would pay $30. I would pay. You know what I just paid? I just paid $50 for that Tyson fight. Oh, man. Hold on. We ain't going nowhere yet. That's right. I paid $50 for that. And I have absolutely no regrets at all. Speaking of, I don't either. I I don't. At first, I was like, nah, I ain't getting that. I was texting you. Then I was just sitting there. I was like. Fuck it, man! I ain't, I ain't missing this money. Whatever, and it was fun. I don't know if they can keep this up. I'm sure you know they'll do it again. I don't Roy know. Jones ain't doing it. No, 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 no. Not with them. But you know, I'm talking about like that type of event. Um, if you know, I don't know how. I don't know how things gonna happen with the whole vaccine and stuff like that. But uh, you know why? Because like you know, all the boring parts between movies, they just had music. Yeah. I mean, music people hadn't listened to in like three or four years, but they still had it. Yeah. I mean, some people I didn't know. But (laughs) regardless, it was still, I thought it was a good show. It was fun. It took me away for a couple of hours. And. (sighs) Poor Nate Robinson. (laughs) That bothered me on a fundamental level. I don't know why. Like, I don't even know Nate Robinson, but I felt bad for him. Okay, like that's what you get, and it, like part of it was he had hubris because he thought, "Oh, it's just a dude from YouTube." That and he, and he was talking too much shit. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of that fell back because he was talking cash shit about the dude. Um, was it Paul? Whatever his Jake name. Paul. Jake Paul too. Yeah, you can't trust him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> two first names. You know you can't trust him. But yeah, he was just talking shit. And he built it up, and black people was like, "Oh, he know he gonna knock him out, or he gonna do this, he gonna do that." And we had to think about it. No, Jake Paul actually been training the box because that's something that he wanted to do. So this may not work out like everybody think. And yeah, do I think with the, the jokes were got excessive? Oh, absolutely, they're still going at this point now. Like, oh, he let down the race. And all that stuff. Like I'm representing for the NBA. Like, no, y'all not. Like, even even when your colleague Steph Curry, Nick Young out here cracking jokes. <laughs> hey, 
people put down the Bible to crack jokes. Like I'm still waiting to be amazed. Steph Curry threw a light jab, and I'm like, "Whoa, Steph, why you do that, boy?" Like Steph that? Curry is a low key asshole that hides behind the Bible. <laughs> Steph Curry is a prick. Like he is, he just hide it. That's why people. That's why people hate it. That's why people get on his wife all the time. <laughs> no, no, Steph Curry just hide his whole. I just love him. She's like, no, you see him. This is how he celebrate on the court. Like he an asshole, and he ain't like a lovable one like Clay. Like Clay, a lovable asshole. Cause it's like, oh, yeah, uh, man, don't do it. I don't know about that. I think they both e- they both equally assholes. I ain't gonna say how much they are. Clay is likable with his, cause Clay is like a goofball. Steph Curry is a prick that try to hide it behind. I'm pious, like no. I mean, nah. he's a you can stroke that three pointer though. So uh, yeah, whatever. So you no, know, I saw the jokes. It's kind of like, but then Jake Paul's like acting like he got skills. Now other people talking about oh. You know, I, I could fight Mike Tyson. Oh, like, no, let's talk about Mike Tyson. Um, that man in great shape. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and you could tell physically. Yeah. You could tell by the rounds as it, after the first round, two minutes, Jones was blowed up. He was like, <sighs> I'm like, what the fuck I signed up for? Yeah, Tyson was just like, okay, next round. Yeah, and not just physically, mentally. Like, yeah. Mike just seemed like, I'm just here. Like, you know, he cracked just like, everybody worried about him. I ain't fighting 15 years. Why do I worry about me? He's like, I'm just here having fun. Ain't about the titles. It's about raising money for charity. You know, why'd you do it? See if I can. Yeah. You know, basically, like, he's out here cracking jokes. Like, he don't, when you've been at the top of the mountain, you don't got to prove stuff. And he seemed like in the fight where he like he seemed like he financially okay. He's like, he mentally healed. Like, yeah. he like, he in great shape. And he was out here like people talking about it was a draw. I'm like, I think it was like no, no blows to the head was the rule. Cause I'm like, if Mike wanted to lay him out, <laughs> Roy Jones would be like Apollo Creed. Like he, he could have murdered him because <laughs> Roy Jones was like by the second round, like, <sighs> <sighs> he got bricks in his gloves. <laughs> She's out here winded after the fight, and when they went right back to the both of them talking, Roy Jones was hugging his body. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> he fucked that man body up. I'm like, oh yeah, he could be yeah, sore. Like he ate chitlins before that. Oh, you think you're coming back? <laughs> yeah. No. He said, come on, man, nah. you gotta come back. And I'm just no, like Mike, it's just cool to see it because it's almost similar to the DMX thing where you just saw a path that wasn't gonna end well. And to see, you know, people prospering and doing well now is just good. Yeah. And like naturally thing, it's like Mike looks healthy, look in great shape. Man, he was moving well, but like I don't want to see him try to fight Tyson Fury because it's like Oh no, that moving well when you fit different like fighting a grown up, but it's still like it felt like Mike Tyson. When I see him in Holyfield like that, hell yeah. I know Holyfield like, yeah, I'm wearing that. I'm wearing a um, <laughs> I'll trust you. Here, on this fight, like you know, Lennox Lewis, sure. Like people would pay if it's like the right things. Yeah, because they we clearly they did this time. <laughs> like, and a lot of people talk about it. I know one thing: Snoop Dogg was getting on my damn nerves. Oh man, Snoop Dogg had the time. Was like I was enjoying Snoop. I, I was sorry, I was enjoying him and Morrow. I was enjoying. I'm glad he was. I'm glad Snoop Dogg was having fun. But it's like Jake Paul, um, make your eyes like you like Lord have mercy. <laughs> To lay his ass out, it's like he was thinking church him. I'm like that man 
got CTE and everybody putting memes up. <laughs> it won't good. The night day that night was not good. Oof, it was rough. Jake Paul tomorrow, I had to grow up in the hood and everybody, you know, tomorrow you're going to fight Conor McGregor. They're going to have us rooting for Conor McGregor. That's how annoying Jake Paul is. A, a Trump's like, oh. it's not the fact that Nate Robinson lost. It's like he talked shit and lost and now he gave credence to a Trump supporter. Asshole. It's rough. And now he's going to think he got hands. Like, yeah, I could fight Conor next. I'm like, yeah, alright. Conor McGregor gonna lay the fuck out and dance. <laughs> Who the now fuck is this guy? <laughs> yeah. Basically, oh shit! Yeah, um, but again, I thought I I hope they can make something out of this because I'll I'll gladly pay fifty dollars again for it. I mean, why not? Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. It was fun. It was the first time I ordered a pay per view and. Since the Fury, since the um, Tyson Fury fight, that's so, disappointing. Oh, I, I got tired because my head, my my gear was too heavy. All right, Shao Kahn, no, I told you to wear chainmail to the ring. <laughs> oh, oh, shit, man! It's like it's too many times black people making excuses to why they be catching the ass. <laughs> Yo, I took the L. Hold the like, L, shut the- up. This is hold the L, but yeah, you know, it just. You got to keep your name out there and stuff like that. So, you know, he just can't say, oh, I lost. Got to be something else with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I, I broke my back. <laughs> that ain't never not going to be funny. <laughs> my back is broken. Uh, uh, spinal. <laughs> oh, Mike used to say some. You can tell Mike was smart. He used to say some. All, I still laughed. I broke my. He said so matter of factly. Yeah, I broke, I broke my, my back. back. Oh shit, Mike, you wild. And then the fact that I see people try to beat up on him because he's like, yeah, I was hiding the fight. I smoked before a fight. Of course, he's gonna smoke before the fight. I mean, he already wasn't gonna knock him out. So it was fun. They was fighting a short ad. That was an NXT ring right there. Was yeah, small that's as yeah, hell. small as fuck. I was, I was thinking when I first saw it. I was like, man, they got- yeah, they have, yeah, Roy told me I'm gonna have him chase me around, get him tired. Nah. Shit. That boy was Roy out there like, oh, <laughs> shit, should have been on the Peloton. Even when Roy was walking out there, bless his heart, he's 50 something years old, but he was walking like he was 50 something. He was like, oof. I ain't know it's gonna be take this long to get to the ring. Bro, he was making fun like oh, why they hug. I'm like they oh like Mike look better than people in their third. Like I, that's why I was getting annoyed. I got people talking on Twitter like yo oh, look at them. I'm like look at y'all. I seen y'all. Yeah, that's why y'all got. He said he got fat. He got fat, so he like, he wanted to lose the weight too. Hundred pounds. Hey, shout out because I know the struggle. If I look that way now, I'd be happy. Must have in my fifties. Let me yeah, look. I ain't complaining about that. Made me want to get on the treadmill, watching Mike Tyson. That, that inspired and motivated me, and I'm happy he did it. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to the NBA season. It's starting in a few weeks. Coming fast. Um, yeah, I'm just wondering how they're gonna work this out. NFL. Yeah. I'm not gonna get on because they made it far than I thought. Considering, like you know, they didn't do none, um, <laughs> but they didn't do any bubbles and anything to my old wine. No, I was laughing at Cam because he's supposed like you know it's not my job to do it. They should have found a way to do a bubble. And somebody was like, you know, how are you gonna do it? He was like, this ain't no discussion. Yeah, I saw he, like, <laughs> he said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I uh, made you think this was a discussion. <laughs> That's why I said, like, no, you ain't sorry. You said that shit with your chest. Yeah, that shit was sorry. funny. 
And no, got a group chat. I'm like, unless the bubble is the size of Texas, it's impossible to have an NFL bubble. Yeah, you can't do that. Like, where you gonna where you gonna find 15 football fields? <laughs> like at the same like at the same area. Like, how's that gonna work? You gonna a a thousand people? Like, we gonna be in Odessa? Like, how that's gonna work? Like, you knew this was once they decided it was gonna play, this was gonna happen. Yeah, it's like NBA. It's just the playoffs, and it's a certain amount of people. Mm-hmm. Hockey, same thing. Um, regular season, they ain't doing they ain't doing no bubble shit again. Like, I Orlando for five months. Fuck you. Oh no, like, no. It's gonna have to. <laughs> I, I did that once. So they their whole thing is they are gonna try to wing it as much as they can. Hope it ain't serious and make it to next year because you know they are gonna get the vaccines first. Oh, of course. You know they got money, so. I mean, they help. They help get like the COVID tests, like the quick ones. They was the ones that like helped fund that. The NBA. People forgot about that, so they're gonna get first dip. So I'm looking forward to that. You know, I know your heat. You got you. You made changes with your Timberwolves. Who y'all got now? Who did y'all draft? Oh, this, um, the kid from Georgia. Yeah, the the kid who's. <laughs> The kid who just said, I, 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 don't, I don't love basketball. Some, that's somebody, then the that person who posted that lie because he had some other stuff that he posted that ended up being lies. I, I know they started talking about it on the ESPN or one of the things. I was like, oh, boy, this, this is not good. Is this before I was like, oh, this guy came from a great home. His father got shot down when he was three years old. Oh, and he used to sell crack, and now he made a shooting guard. They did that shit they used to do the NFL draft. Yeah. Son, this is the biggest day in life. You just got drafted. How'd you overcome your uncle getting strangled to make it to the NBA? NFL wild, bro. They wild. And, and NBA started doing the same thing. It's like, we still doing this torture porn. Like, nobody did it. No, I remember they was calling out the people in the NFL this year. He was like, oh, sad story. His brother had diabetes. Had to chop off his legs. Can't y'all just And then they, asked about th- then they asked him about that. Oh, you just got drafted. I'm glad you got legs. I'm like your brother in the wheelchair. How you cope? Jesus. <laughs> exactly. Like, what are we doing? Uh, so, no, I'm looking forward to NBA. Like, my team is a completely different spot. And, yeah. Oh, Doc Rivers, Daryl Morey. It's going to be interesting. I was, I was calling Daryl Morey a scammer like a motherfucker. You absolutely were. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's my GM. I'm like, oh, at least they trade for James Harden. <laughs> Oh. I was like, yeah, Daryl Morey out here. And I was being facetious. Like, I was, like, making fun more because, like, Houston. Because it's more Houston's a city of scammers. And he was working with a scammer-ass owner. Because one thing about the Sixers, the owners, they might be assholes. They're definitely Trump supporters. They are not cheap. They paid Doc Rivers and Daryl Morey a whole bunch of money. So they they run in the back of a brand-new team. We're going to see. Did you see – um? Did you see the news that came out that said the Warriors looked into getting Harden before the draft? And, and trade who? I don't know. They said they wanted to team him up with Clay and uh, Steph. They gonna trade Andrew Wiggins, Draymond Green, and everything else? I guess so. He would go give up about everything that. else. Houston ain't doing no poo poo platter for James Harden. James Harden, unless the owner that damn broke. It's like, oh, I'm gonna give you. I think it was more of a, a question. Like, what, what would it take? You know, I don't well, think they, how they, serious it was. They would try. I know they. I know they were going to try to get Giannis. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame him, but yeah, you got to put him in there. He got to be on the right team. He can need the right coach. That, that coach. That coach gets to the playoffs and he start his brain stop working. 
<laughs> uh, just shoot threes. Uh, yeah, fuck all that. I'm going to play my starters 22 minutes. I need them rested. Yeah, they, and Jimmy Butler, like, yeah, you're going to rest at home and I'll put your ass out. Uh, oh, I'm just glad that we can wrap up right now. I'm just glad the season started because I don't have to talk about last season because you don't know how upset I was getting. And I don't even I think it's Miami Heat. Every time I play, oh, see, Jimmy Butler there could have been dead on the Sixers. <laughs> and I'm like, you fuckers don't shut up. Like, uh, I know. I'm aware. But I'm like, people forgot what happened to Toronto. If he didn't play bad in that game seven, they, he still would be on the Sixers because they would have won. Yeah, like pretty people, much. That's why I hate this whole hindsight. People forget what happened, why stuff happened. Do I, well, I wish Jimmy Butler still won the Sixers? Yes. Do I know why he's not there? Also, yes. Do I understand why they got Al Horford? Yes. Do I realize it didn't work? Also, yes. So worry about like what they could have did, what they should have did. It's done. It's what you're doing now. They got the team they got. They got a better coach. They got a better GM. The team makes more sense now. And we get the root for Steph Curry's little brother who I didn't realize he was married to Doc Rivers' daughter. Mm-hmm. And didn't Paul George used to be married to Doc Rivers' daughter? Girlfriend or something like that. I don't Girlfriend? Know. Yeah. Ooh, that had been awkward. Yeah. Paul, yeah. If I always say about, that's why I say, you know, heights to advantage. Because if Paul George was 5'9", ain't nobody dating him. <laughs> if he was still the NBA? He don't be the NBA. That's the whole point. That dude, I saw. I used to have to make a joke. People over, people over six foot one have no personality. They cornballs because they never had to have one. They just tall. I'm not gonna disagree. Too wrong. Nah, gonna disagree with you there. Yeah. Uh, so I like, so I like Shaq and Barkley, and they basically that whole thing is being clowns. Like most, most tall people like either cornballs or sociopaths, like Kobe Bryant. I, I went on YouTube to see how snake hunters pray, so I could do that on the court. Listen, really? man. We, we definitely gonna get out of here. It's over three hours. <laughs> and I'm not even gonna go to that rabbit hole of uh yes, sociopath Kobe, because yes. Rest yeah, I call myself the black mamba. No, it wasn't because of kill Bill, because a black mamba had extra venom. And I wanna do that when I'm in the post. I'm gonna bite somebody and poison. <laughs> Anyway, if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me at Jeff vs. The World on Twitter and on Facebook. The Real Jeff vs. The World on Instagram. Philly Drugs for Shahid. Like I said, next week, we're doing it. Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire. We are out of here. Speed Spider-Man. Peace. Peace.